Genre. Spider-Man Minute. Yeah. Surprise <laughs> edition in your feed today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we uh, we, we are uh, back um, after uh, quite a quite a bit of a hiatus. Mm-hmm. Um, we promised some hiatus specials, and this is our first one. Yeah. Uh, Zach and I recorded a commentary for Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Come, come watch the movie with us. Sit down, mm-hmm. you know, pop some popcorn, and uh, we'll be your... Your guests in your living room and mm-hmm. <laughs> watch the movie together. Yeah, fun. Uh, yeah we had so a lot we'll of fun you, recording this. Yeah, absolutely. And and we will uh, we will give you directions as to um, how to watch this with the movie. Although, mm. arguably, I would guess you could probably watch it without listen to this without watching the movie if you know the movie well enough. Um, <laughs> I would imagine. Uh, but if you want to watch it with us, uh, mm. there will be uh, directions um, as uh, we kind of get started about like where to queue up the movie and right exactly all that good stuff so uh, um yeah so seamless uh, experience yeah absolutely <laughs> so i hope uh, i hope you enjoy this happy new year everyone yes um and uh i hope you enjoy this commentary uh our first hiatus special all right, Zach, let's watch a movie, huh? Yeah, that sounds fun. <laughs> like, like all the way through? Like, we, we're not going to pause in 60-second increments or anything like that? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Yeah. We're, we're, sort of, uh, we're sort of putting Spider-Man to bed, yeah. uh, so to speak, by mm-hmm. kind of like wrapping up all of our thoughts in this commentary. Yeah. Um, and uh, I am I'm excited to do it. So, I am too, yeah, to like feel the actual pace of the movie and, you know, what things pop out and what things we remember or recall like yeah it's gonna yeah. be a ride Absolutely. yeah the Absolutely. ultimate spin <laughs> <laughs> um so uh, for those of you playing along at home if you are planning on watching the movie with us mm-hmm. uh we we have the film queued up at uh basically the black screen just before the columbia pictures logo yes um so that's that's sort of where we are uh at at this point it should if you're watching this um on like a dvd or blu-ray it should be uh if you go forward and you start to see the columbia pictures logo number one make sure it's not the home video logo um, (laughs) which that's always what tricks me up with like fan commentaries (laughs) um so make sure it's not that make Mm. sure it's the actual logo and you start hearing the opening notes of daniel the strings coming in right and then we are yeah right and it should be that if you start hearing that you should be able to hit like the chapter back button and Mm. start at the beginning of where we are right as we hit play 
Yeah, so um, we'll be hitting play on a black screen, and then like music and the Columbia logo will start up. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so if everybody's ready, uh, we're gonna get this thing rolling. Um, yeah. So press play uh, in on on now. So here we go. Three, two, one, now. That. And there we go. We got a. Uh, we got the Columbia Pictures logo. Yeah, the like. Um, uh, that's where it all started, Zach. Yeah, that's right. This was like one of our, you know, our first episodes of like, you know, figuring out what sort of content to do research on and whatnot. And um, the, you know, the story of the Columbia Pictures logo being made, I thought was, you know, this whole enterprise is just like a fun um, excuse for research, I guess, <laughs> in, uh-huh. in a way. And it's nice to think of these. Man, we have, there's that Marvel logo. Things go by much faster in real time than others. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Oh, God. I love this music like I know. so much. Ugh. I know. Um I'm just uh you know it's 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 weird kind of like going back to the beginning of this movie now. Um Yeah. And uh, I know like, in like normal human terms it's oh yeah that movie I rewatched it, you know, I don't know, a couple months ago maybe or you know, oh, yeah. maybe I saw that last week. But even if you're the end of the movie it feels like an hour ago. But for us like Seeing these credits feels like, geez, that's like months and months of my life ago. I know. When did, when did we start it. recording this? March? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think about Something March because like we were aiming for May to get the, um, the first episodes, the preview right. episodes up. No, preview episodes were before that. We released regular episodes in May. So, yeah, we started right. this project in March. Yeah. Um, but then Crazy. Now, now it's what? September? <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's weird that we've already been past a minute. Um, yeah, it's <laughs> we're past the minute mark already in these credits. Um, uh, I I still uh, you know I still like these credits. It's what I do find interesting, and I'm sure we're gonna talk about it um, when we get to uh, Spider Man Two and whatnot. But the Spider Man yeah. Two credits are much different. Oh yeah, but the Spider Man Three credits kind of like this. Yeah, yeah, they're like oh we uh. We found something that works pretty well, and people like yeah. it. Uh, we'll go for it. They're I mean, a little—they're does... a little abstract. The Spider-Man Three um, credit opening yeah. credits, if I remember correctly, right? It's they're kind of—they're kind of this with like the symbiote yeah, loop added like, in, right? Yeah, turning things black and whatnot. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. but it's almost quaint. I mean, it's—it's it's very rudimentary, like CGI um, models. I, I, they weren't like aiming for photorealism here, but it's like. I think it's kind of nice that they're like, how do we make a simple graphic approach to... You know, um, I just realized hmm. that uh, as it's passing the buildings, um, the buildings are... Uh, a lot of the windows have, hmm. like are like red with like silver outlining. Oh! Like, like the spider the, costume. Like the, yeah, yeah, the costume. That's, That's fun. interesting. Oh. Look at that. There's yeah. David Kep's credit. Yeah, we've uh, <laughs> we talk about all the time on the this the, these credits went by a lot faster when it doesn't take us three days to talk about them. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's, it's over. Here it is. There it is. Oh man, not for the faint of heart. Hmm. Who am I? You know, this movie really. Um, this is a, this is a long story to explain who he is. Uh, <laughs> a long way around isn't it that's <laughs> yeah, like who am i well let me sit you down and tell you the entire uh <laughs> summer bit beat by beat where i became a superhero like 
You could mm-hmm. just like tell us you were a superhero. Like that would be a <laughs> decent thesis to open that uh, argument. Yeah. God, I you love know, that. You uh, <laughs> Kir- I, I don't know. I don't know when um, this was shot in the schedule. Yeah, but uh, Kirsten Dunst, they did a good job of making her look like a high schooler. Yeah, in these I, early scenes, and then because like I'm just thinking because you know we just recorded the, the end final of minutes. the yeah the yeah. final minutes and uh-huh. saw her as you know a quote unquote adult as the film is <laughs> yeah. presenting her anyway yeah um 19 year old adult Mary Jane um <laughs> but um, uh, yeah she looks like a kid and and you know yeah. what even Toby kind of looks even, like a kid here with the glasses yeah. and everything yeah but you know like, you know what they did a good job <laughs> they did like. like <laughs> Hollywoodizing ages is always tricky, but boy, they they did about as best as they could here under the circumstances. Yeah. Like, they do look genuinely, you know, young and fresh break, other than Joe uh, Manganiello, uh, right. who will always look like an adult. Um, right. Here it comes. Knock it off. <laughs> I love <laughs> Knock it off. Proceed direct. Uh, Knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, they these do. colors. My God. Oh, you know what, though? They do look older in this scene. Yeah, older than the uh, than the school bus scene. Yeah, um, I guess he's less sweaty and his <laughs> his hair is nicer now. Yeah, which sh- it should be the opposite. Um, <laughs> right? It should be even worse. Uh, who knows what all those kids did to him on that bus? Right. Jeez, I you know <laughs> the trauma aged him years. Uh, I mm-hmm. speaking of like, great hair. Oh God, look at him! <laughs> My gosh. It's Old just the fun. right amount of like resemblance between father and son mm-hmm. where you immediately get it. Uh, I don't know how anyone records the commentary. This is moving so fast. It's got. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like like often directors' commentaries like, uh, well, I'll have to disregard about five minutes of the movie so I can tell the story of that day of shooting and things mm-hmm. just like go by at a blistering pace. Um, this is why Edgar Wright does like seven commentaries for his yeah, movies. I think it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Or like, I have such fond memories of like the Lord of the Rings commentaries because you could you know listen to the the screenwriters talk about it, then flip over to like half the cast talking about it, and like the other half of the cast talking about it. Right. So, like, uh, I had friends in college who had like inside jokes that were solely based off of things in the Lord of the Rings commentaries. Um. I I'm still hung up on this colors thing, like because we just finished recording the you know podcast episodes for the end of the movie, um, where everything is so desaturated and blue and almost horror movie esque. It's kind of like a shock to come back to these like opening peppy minutes where like MJ's hair is so red and everybody's mm-hmm. you know the grass is so green. It's it's comic booky. It's fun. Yeah, oh, it's very comic- cool. You know, I don't know that we. I don't know that we brought this up um, on the day mm-hmm. uh, or on the days, I guess, when we were covering this scene. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, this uh, this this big, you know, microscope thing that they're yeah. um, checking out, mm-hmm. uh, it is very – it feels very Ultimate Spider-Man to me. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. This is some, some straight-up Oscorp, like, weird shenanigans. Um, yeah. It's – it, it it doesn't look like, you know, uh, a cartoon thing from, like, the 90s show or anything like that. But it does look, like, specifically otherworldly in, like, a uh, Bendis-y sort of way. I don't know how yeah. else to phrase it. Yeah. No, it's very um, comic booky, like you said, you know? Yeah. yeah. 
Like we're, we're just introducing earlier on that the world is a little bit more in the line of like technology is magic <laughs> uh-huh. than your day to day life. Um, I don't know if we I, did we mention this in the day like the spider guy um, who wrangled all the spiders for this movie talked about the like getting the shot of the spider jumping from branch to branch that they just like tilted the camera on its side and had him drop down with gravity from one branch to another because he couldn't get the spider to like actually do the jump with coaxing. They're like, well, Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. He can drop down and we'll just tilt it. Kind of like how we get Toby to crawl on walls later in the movie, just in reverse. Right. Hmm. Very true. Is, uh, is it just me or is, is Kirsten Dunst very pale in this scene? I think, yeah. I mean, certainly compared to Franco um, yeah. at this moment. I don't know if it's yeah. like pale for her or if this is just, if this is just, maybe this is at the end of a, of a long interior, uh, like, a, like a bunch of weeks of interiors or something. <laughs> yeah, or something um, like that. Or I'm not sure. They, <laughs> or they didn't use this particular like lighting um, temperature scheme anywhere else in the movie. Oh, she looks less pale there in the close-up, so I don't know. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly I was like, I, I caught a shot of her belly because she's wearing yeah. that like midriff and yeah. it's like, it's, I mean, she's it's like blindingly person. white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I really like those, those practically built webs that they have, the, the big spider like that, that, mm-hmm. I mean, we're past it by now because this is how movies work, uh, but that we uh, rack back into the, the shot of the spider up there. I just love that big stereotypical orb of a web up there. It feels like, I don't know, something out of a Greek myth. Right. Yeah. And they built it, you know? Somebody yeah. stood there and tied together monofilament wires and whatnot. I love that. Oh. I just, I, I love this movie. How I many just, times do you really, think, how many times do you think we're going to say that over the course of this commentary? I don't know, but take a drink every time. Though, <laughs> I guess. Maybe I, don't. Maybe, I don't know if I can. Yeah, it might be dangerous. I, Sips, not like, don't take shots or yeah. anything. But like, Yeah, no, know, no shots. No sip shots. Your, <laughs> sip your beer, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, I really do. It's just, it feels like a warm hug, you know, mm-hmm. like it's, it has such a specific charm to it. Like, like this shenanigans. Don't make me look bad. I, <laughs> <laughs> we, <laughs> they're just that, like that nod that she does of like, right. Yeah. When <laughs> she's like so pointing great. at the, <laughs> yeah, it's so goofy. Um, yeah, no, we talked about, uh, we talked about releasing this on, uh, on new year's day and now, because I have a, I don't know about you, but I have a New Year's Day uh, movie uh, tra- tradition of oh. watching movies and drinking mimosas all day. Oh, dang. Um, that sounds awesome. That's yeah, now so my now New just, Year's tra- <laughs> tradition. <laughs> now yeah. I just want mimosas. Um, I'll, uh, oh, man. Everybody. Yeah. Champagne. I just realized how weird it is that there's green color in this DNA strand. Um, you think they would have just leaned real hard into the red and blue at all. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's not as if they've been known for subtlety uh, in the rest of the film. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, I guess it's a color transition to all the green that's going on in this scene. Look yeah. at this. Green lab sign, green door. Yeah. Green floor. There's green all over the place in this. I respect it. Oh, man, I forgot all about these guys. Yeah. Um, they've been dead for so long I from know. perspective. <laughs> Which always makes me, I mean, we just, like, because we just did the end of the movie, like, the bit where, at the reveal of the goblin, the first thing that uh, Peter says is, you killed all those people on the balcony. He means these guys. Like, that's mm-hmm. his first thought is to 
the death of these, you know, board members. This is literally a room full of dead people. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Dr. Strom and Slocum and everyone. I guess some of these like lab techs in the background probably survived. Yeah. Uh, probably. They probably didn't get to keep their job though. Oh no, uh, no way. <laughs> not uh, after the disaster. Um Right. I've had to do scenes like this as lab technicians on the CSI Cyber and Bones and um the NCIS and yeah, I've I, you know, I wear glasses and I, you know, have a reedy physique. So I often will be like, yeah, we can put him in a lab coat and he'll look appropriate. A reedy there. physique. Yeah. So they like, I've had to do these scenes and it always feels like such weird pretend malarkey because none of the equipment works and none of the sheets say anything. But you have to go over and like mime at a computer that you're like doing very important things here. Or the guy in the background right now just twisting around that, uh, that like vial, of, yeah, the vial of that because so the they'll, they'll come in here. like like the the first day deal, like well we need to see the the thing so just hold it up and swirl like I yeah I did a whole season of CSI Cyber that was just me swirling liquids in beakers <laughs> it was like, like why is this well, bright some, pink so we can see that, it but sometimes that pays off for you because you got to be the um the cover art for Silicon Valley for like that's true yeah like a yeah. few months um. Mm-hmm. Which on was the really cool. IMDb page. That was, right. was kind of surreal, but it was like, yeah. yeah, it was awesome. You were like literally in the foreground because Kumail was like sitting next to you, but he was behind you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In the frame. <laughs> and so like you were like the focus of the cover. It was the weirdest thing. It's very like, oh strange. God, yeah. Cause it's, it's like Martin stars in the background and Kumail's next to me, but like this, the frame is just on, Hey, there's that guy. It, it led to these whole, there were like Reddit threads about it where when the, uh, trailer came out for season three like who is this guy who's this this guy working there like what's the deal and people are like he's probably like a ui ux like technician that they hired because pied piper is really in bad space yeah that's probably who it is they'll explain it and like that <laughs> obviously the episode comes out and the little interaction we did have to justify my being there was cut so i'm just randomly at the table with it <laughs> uh, oh well oh well and well, there's there's yeah. sweaty toby again sweaty toby but he looks very clammy, very mm-hmm. uncomfortable here. Mm-hmm. He actually, but he does. It's funny because he looks healthier, at least coming into the house. He looks healthier than he did when he got on the bus. Or like, right, right. Uh, <laughs> now he looks horrible. Yeah. Uh, but this, but walking up the die. steps, he didn't. Yeah, he's about to die. <laughs> <sighs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Which I, um, I I I am I am blown away that we are three weeks into this movie. That's um, <laughs> it's insane. It's, it's like this is a really weird thing that we did. We're, um, it is, yeah. We're fifteen recording sessions deep, and it's like you know we shrugged our shoulders and we've arrived already. I mean the the plot moves fast. It's just hard uh-huh. to like really get your brain around that when you're um you know scheduled to go sixty seconds at a time. It's like we have right. we're really in the thick of it at this point. Like yeah. the DNA is recon, you know, it's doing the X Men thing right now. Right. The opening of X Men. Ah, Matt Painting. Man, I think this was one of my favorite weeks mm-hmm. on the show. Was this Green Goblin origin? Oh yeah, just um, just like the leg day thing. And <laughs> yeah. It's like all this but, you whole know, this whole weird thing was logical um, inconsistencies or yeah. Um, um, yeah, and then like Norman being a drama queen, which we're gonna get to in a <laughs> yeah. second. Uh, all of that stuff is just so good. I, yeah. yeah, I think this was one of my favorite weeks. Yeah, because uh, I especially remember thinking like when we like 
we're able to ring out a conversation about not just the like, um, oh, that's cold moment as there a lens is. through which to view, you know, the entire approach of the character. But this beat right here with the 40,000 years of evolution drama queen bit that like we were able to do like detective work with the script and figure out why that was so, you know, awkwardly positioned just in terms of um, the drama. I was just like, hey, it's like we did like. It's not like we were doing real research, but it was like we, you know, went hunting for uh, a treasure and then found it. Like we, yeah. you know, discovered something new about this movie that I hadn't hadn't thought about before. Um, right. It was fun. Um, yeah. God, this, <laughs> this, this keyboard acting still, uh, oh boy. <laughs> why does everything, I, you know, we brought this up on the day when we were recording this, but like, why does everything in movies work on keyboards? I, it's, <laughs> it's just so much more dramatic looking. Yeah. But like, why use a keyboard? Like, yeah. make something. Make something yeah. with make buttons. Make an interface. Like, yeah. you know. Like, or just if you want the, the, the dramatic, like, physicality of pushing a button. Yeah. Then make a thing that has a button. I mean. Yeah, make a button. <laughs> have the know. device itself, you know, right. be full. But it's always like you have jury rigged some system with, you know, a bunch of. And they're old, you know, like mechanical keyboards. Like, you never have somebody have like a slick. Right you know, small or like a touchpad or something. It's always like clack, clackety, clackety, clack. Right. Wires everywhere. This, uh, this scene actually, uh, speaking of buttons, um, yeah. this scene actually does remind me of, uh, I don't know if you saw it, but the first Michael Bay, uh, Ninja Turtles movie. I did um, not. Uh, okay. but it exists. There, yeah. There's a scene in it where they are, uh, draining the blood of the turtles to oh. get the mutant, stuff out of their blood for Mm. reasons and so they're draining the blood and they're they're all dying because they're losing blood yeah and to wake them back up uh i think if i'm not mistaken it's been years since i saw because i can't so i can't remember exactly which character did it but i think it was april but Uh april comes in and she's like wake up wake up guys and they're all like asleep and she goes and pushes this giant red button that's labeled adrenaline and pushes it and pumps them full of adrenaline, which wakes them all up. Because, you know, you don't need blood for adrenaline to work. No. Uh, <laughs> you don't biology. need blood for your body to work, do you? No. You just, no. Yeah. Just adrenaline. You just need there. adrenaline. That's how it works. God. This week, um, too, like the, the discovery of the glasses gag, like mm-hmm. how absurd that would be to shoot. is just uh-huh. so funny to me. I. I, yeah. I love how awkward filmmaking is. I, I love how yeah. strange it is when you actually like take a couple steps back and look at the, you know, tableau on set. Uh, but we're all just fine with it. It's like, yeah, well, you know, we got to get the shot. So <laughs> build the giant glasses, put them in front of the lens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Damn it. You know, I'm just I'm looking at this kid, uh, mm-hmm. this Tobey Maguire kid, which I'm yeah. allowed to call him a kid because he is technically younger than me in this movie. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Because uh, how old was he? Everyone likes to throw the age 28 around, but he's like he's like 24, 25. I think it was like right? 25, yeah. Right. I can look at um, it. But uh, yeah, like I, I'm looking at this kid and like I just I just had a conversation with a random person on, on Twitter who um, mm-hmm. who uh, mentioned like, oh, remember when Tobey Maguire was Spider-Man? That was a thing that happened. And I just I'm like looking at this kid and I'm like, how could you not like him? Yeah. Like just, just like, like how, like I don't understand. Like how, how could you just not like him? Like he's so, 
He's such a doofus. He's such like, a doofus. That's like that's I, the appeal. That's both right. the the appeal and the thing that people get wary of. Because yeah, I think there's something about like you know self identification characters of which Spider Man is one of the most like you know when you talk to people about Spider Man they're like I just saw so much of myself in him and that's why I loved him as a character because almost like you know engineered in a lab to awake what kind of kids are reading comic books let's make a character like them and have him be a superhero like it makes sense but i think there's an aspect of it where you you tie tie yourself so closely to it that if he does something awkward or does something silly it it feels like it reflects on you and not just on like oh wow that's a great use of that character um so I, i think some people when they're like oh he's such a doofus i it just I it endears me to him so much every time he's goofy and weird and just like look at him like he's such a nice little boy. He's such a nice yeah. boy. He's trying so hard. You I know love what else that. I think it is? Mm-hmm. I think I think that while a lot of people um and, and I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna say this isn't everyone, obviously, but I think right. there's a lot yeah. of people out there who when they read comics, they wanna read about characters they wish they could be. Mm, rather than mm. characters that they see themselves in like when when, oh, okay. when 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 they say i see my i saw myself in this character what they're really saying is i saw a version of myself i wish i could be in this ah, character yeah, yeah and so when spider-man is like fighting and being funny and and you know all of that stuff and getting like the you know these really attractive women uh <laughs> interested in him i think that for for a lot of a lot of guys i think that they see that and they're like oh yeah i see myself in that character but really mm-hmm. they just want to it's like aspirational in that way right yeah so then when they when someone like toby comes along and plays the character as oh there's houseman oh um, there he is yeah as uh plays the character as sort of less aspir aspirational um well Mm -hmm. i mean aspirational but like not as like a person like he's like a doofus like you're supposed to see yourself in it yeah no but i but i think that I think that there's a lot of guys out there and a lot of Spider-Man fans out there who they don't see the value in that. Um, mm, yeah. You know, yeah. they're like, well, I don't, I don't want to look at someone who's like me. Like, right. you know, right. like right. I, I, I want to, I want to be able to say like, oh yeah, this guy reminds me of me. Cause look how awesome he look is. Look how awesome he is. Look how cool. Right. Yeah. And yeah. I think that, so I think there might be a level of that too. Of yeah. like, um, mild, uh, I have what conceitedness? I don't know. Yeah, I don't I know don't how know. to. I don't know how to word what I'm saying. But like right, that but thing where where you you lack a sort of uh, self awareness. Yes, yeah. and um, that and that it the indulgence in the comic thing is is an escape and a one you don't want to examine too much. So right, like right, uh, if it if it reflects back on on me and if it if it makes me look at my own behavior in a like oh isn't this like goofy that mm-hmm. feels not fun you just want the indulgence or you just Mm -hmm. want the you know comforting escape and i I understand that i like i get that it's not how i want to interact with my media but like i can i can i can see that impulse i can understand we're we're also creatives and i think that right yeah a lot of people who have that reaction aren't Mm. Um, yeah and so it's not it's not so much it's not so much like a humble thing 
No, no, um, no, we're, no. We're, we're like we're we're just like more humble than everyone else. No, I'm um, Jesus. Just, I'm an actor. Of course, I'm not humble. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, well, but 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 what it is is I think we just have more of a self awareness because you as an actor need to be aware of yourself and aware of the kind of person that you are, so yeah. that you know. Like when you don't get a role, you don't necessarily take it personal because you can look <laughs> at it and be like, oh, I see why I didn't get that. Right, um, right, right. And it yeah. doesn't really have anything to do with you. And then yeah. me as a writer, like I have to be aware of myself because I got to – I have to be able to put myself in these characters and I have to have like a ridiculous amount of empathy. And so do you yeah. because you yeah. have to find yourself in these characters. Right. And I think like that – your, your entire thing is like looking at behavior and how it affects other people. And right. And like, you know, mixing and matching and playing around with that. So and you, each person's personal perspective yes. on their behavior. Right, um, right. And how those things, you know, cause conflict and things like that. Or don't um, match up. Yeah, right? Speak, yeah. Speaking of conflict. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Manganiello. Uh, yeah. But uh but yeah, so I think I think maybe it has something to do with that maybe yeah. is that like I know you and I, I think, are just, yeah. That's that's I, entirely possible because I know some people I mean the the cliche phrase is uh I just want to turn my brain off and watch something fun, but I I've heard it more in um I was talking to a friend recently about these Spider-Man movies. I think I mentioned it on the main podcast where his phrase was like, "Yeah, I just can't really watch the Raimi ones cuz they make me feel sad." I cuz you know, a, a lot like, his just life is hard and bad stuff happens to him. It just doesn't feel fun to me. And I was like, I, I was like, but that's that's a great thing for the drama of the character and for, like, the lessons and, like, the overall mm -hmm. ethos and methodology and stuff like that. Like, my, I start spiraling this way. But, like, if you just wanted, like, a shallow, you know, I watch it and the, the good stuff happens to the guy. Um, right. Like, if you're looking for that out of it... Um, I, I don't see, even think I don't yeah. even think the amazing movies apply to that. No, um, but because because a lot of bad stuff happens to him. I guess the yeah. problem I pro the the thing with that with the amazing mm -hmm. movies is that a lot of bad stuff happens to him and they don't seem to really bother him very much. Yeah, they they don't bother him very much, and like the the world of the story kind of goes out of its way to say it's not really his fault ever. Right, and That's so very he true. doesn't. You know, it's just kind of like you coast through it, and it's like, wow, look at all these awful things happening. Um, you know, I'll step up and deal with them, but it's not ever like, I don't ever get the feeling of like Peter screwing up his life in those right. or getting called out on screwing up his life in those. Right. Um, and like, you know, you can have s sequences where he like, you know, goes skateboarding and like stands up to the bully before he's Spider-Man and things like that, where you're like, yeah, what a, that's a cool dude. And he is a cool dude, but also like, it doesn't, I don't think it's, um, the the drama works in the same way as it does here. Like the the overall story that's being told doesn't function the same way. And things that I really like about Spider Man, like that, you know, old Parker Luck shenanigans, feel like an intrinsic part of the character. Where for other people, mm -hmm. they might be like, "Well, that's a way to do it," and I want the way where it's you know, you know, maybe more breezy, maybe more. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. I think like, I think uh, you know I think that. Hmm. I don't know. I, I understand why um, – I understand the reasons why Toby's portrayal makes people uncomfortable. And and I think that's yeah. that's what it is, is I yeah, think it makes them uncomfortable. And how do you react to that discomfort? You know? Right. Because like at this point when a character makes me uncomfortable, I'm like, oh, that's a fun choice. I wonder how they landed on that. And then I you know go into analysis mode or whatever and right. I'm more likely than not very – proud of that um we're proud of them for doing that but some people it just uncomfortable feels bad and i don't want right. that right um, but like look at this scene like look look at this man 
do this go web go stuff. I know. I love him. I I can't I can't help <laughs> but love him. Look at him. I know. He's so uh, just the thrill of it all. Yeah. And the impulsive like teenager decision making and ah. Uh, I love it. I love it. I I I didn't, and I just I miss I miss this. Like I miss yeah this sort of. I, he just make he just he just makes me feel like warm and fuzzy and good. Yeah, like let the comic stuff be dorky. Let it be dorky right. sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God, I love that. Um, yeah, he he's. Uh, I I don't know. I just I really like Toby. I like his whole vibe. I like what he's doing with this character, and mm-hmm. it is you know it's sort of. Look, the thing about it is. I I love that we have a Spider-Man currently who can who can be all the things that everyone has wanted for so yeah. long, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he pulls it off, and oh, yeah. it's fine. But like, really, when you're looking at the reality of a lot of these situations, um, <laughs> you can't be funny all the time. Like, yeah, you're you got to focus on like what you're doing, and you got to focus on saving people and all of that. And I don't know, it's just. I, I like the decisions that they made with with how um, they chose to portray this interpretation of the character. Yeah. Uh, making yeah. him sort of, as we've talked about, that sort of Richard Donner's Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, I don't know, it's just like an, I, I watch these scenes and it's, you know, maybe it's residual stuff from, you know, like Pleasantville and Cider House Rules, but like he just feels like an old, older type of movie actor you know like mm-hmm. the, the the way the light's hitting them now and the, that just like gee shucks earnestness i yep i can't help but be a, be a fan of it you know even though even though like my preferred take on spider-man growing up was you know much more of the stay in high school snappy shenanigans like you know on our on our, our uh weekend bugle about homecoming you know i went into depth about how how much it meant to me to see tom holland's version and how happy i was to get there but this this just feels good in a a way that is comforting. Um, yeah, you know, even if it's not, I don't think the goal of any movie adaptation has to be like get it perfectly right to what I saw in my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's more do something interesting and good with it. Um, this feels wholesome. Yeah, yeah, um, and it's, and it's it's interesting because it, that's not to say that Homecoming doesn't feel wholesome, but it's. Mm-hmm. It it has that sort of modern edge to it, whereas this is more of a classic edge. This is like a timeless thing. Whereas, yeah. you know, Homecoming, there are elements of Homecoming that are going to feel dated. You know, things like technology yeah. and and stuff like that. But there isn't a lot of technology, weirdly, in this movie. No, um, you know, it seems like they tr- they chose to sort of backburn a lot of that, so as not to date the movie because they wanted to have that sort of timeless quality. And I think they, I think they nail nail it. You know, like yeah. I think, I think that um, Peter in particular, uh, Toby's Peter, is a timeless sort of Peter. Like yeah. you could have made this set in the '60s or '70s or '80s, and mm-hmm. you could have changed nothing about Toby's Peter, Approach, and it would yeah. it would feel correct in every era. Yeah. You know, which that's hard to do. You know, yes, yeah. it's, it's um. Obviously, there's there's things throughout the movie that that dated a bit, like the World Unity Festival or like the way they dress MJ. But sure. Uh, but in terms of like their approach to the people, um, yeah, it's 
it's like what what goal am I hitting here? Am I going to like try to like um, faithfully recreate you know the exact moment this is being made, or are we going to try to make larger than life icons? And they feel like you know maybe it is just because I saw it for the first time, you know, like forty feet high on a big screen or whatever. But th- these are these are movie stars to me. Like these are yeah, you know, isn't it weird that I I completely agree with you. These are movie mm-hmm. stars. Yeah, but isn't it so strange that for all three of them, really, mm-hmm. uh, and by all three, of course, I mean I mean our three principals. Uh, yeah, you know, Frank, Franco, Dunstan, and McGuire. Um, <laughs> yeah. This is these are the only films where they were movie stars. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no, I get it. Uh, like. This is not, they're still, you know, established names in any project after this. And, you know, especially James Franco is like a word that brings in a whole lot of association these days. But the mm-hmm. idea that, like, I, I go see this movie and, oh, it's those those actors, you know, these. Right. Uh, I got like that's only for this, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I because all all three of them sort of struggled to find an identity outside of these movies yeah yeah um and i think only franco found one mm-hmm. by literally just doing the opposite of what this is <laughs> yeah. you know he's like i'll be part of a, a, like a comedy ensemble and that's what i'll do yeah um he kind of went back to basics uh yeah you know, from from yeah. that perspective because he kind of mm-hmm. went back to his freaks, freaks and, and geeks, geeks friends group. yeah 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 and um but I, I, I just, it's so interesting to me that, you know, these three, there were, there were two sort of um, trios of characters who were just really big at this point. And it's, mm-hmm. I think it was, it's, it's Peter, MJ, and Harry, mm-hmm. and it's uh, uh, Harry, Ron, and Hermione. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Those are like the two big, like, kind of trios, and they both. In both cases, they struggled to find themselves beyond the movies that they found themselves in. Mm-hmm. Um, and Emma Stone in that particular case, or not Emma Stone, Emma uh, Watson, Watson in that particular case is yeah. the James Franco of the group. Um, <laughs> yeah. where she she seems to have found uh, a good place. Although even with her, it, it's really only just started with Beauty and the right. Beast, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, or, or even, you know, Radcliffe to a certain degree. I, I like that he's at least doing weird offbeat stuff like, you know. Um, horns and Swiss Army Men and things like that. That he's yeah. he's experimenting a lot, which right. I, I I approve of. Um, right. But yeah, I wonder if it is if this is a specific phenomena to this time and to those franchises. Or well, I don't think there were. I mean, uh, are there movie stars now? No, really? not really. Just not, Keanu no. Reeves. That's it. Right, you know? Keanu Reeves. Like, <laughs> yeah, because even Tom Cruise doesn't bring in the numbers that he used to bring in. No, he doesn't. And, you know, he's the the most, like, old guard, like, um, movie star we have. Uh, mm-hmm. But, like, you can't make people go see The Mummy because Tom Cruise is in it. You know? Right. It, it, that's not a thing anymore. Right. Like, the, now it's the pre-existing IP is the movie star. Like, right. Um, you can and get this people is, to see a Batman movie. But. Right. And this was definitely, I think, you know, we talk about this movie being a bridge a lot. And I think this was definitely a bridge of that, which was... Mm-hmm. You know, you know, these were we we knew that 
you know, we knew who the stars of this movie were in that like they were stars and yeah. we felt like they were a big deal. But we also didn't have the same association with them outside of the series. Yeah. And I think it was like the first time that the public was sort of learning how that works. And right. Hollywood was also learning how that works, you know? Yeah. A star making um, turn, but not because of the. Yeah. Yeah, I don't it's, like, well, well, it's the like movie the movie itself it's, it's is, the IP makes thing. you a star. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's yeah. the IP thing. Um, um, but I don't know. It's interesting. I Because right after this movie, Toby did uh, Seabiscuit, and he's phenomenal mm. in that. I love that movie. Um, Man, I got to rewatch that. It's been years since I saw it's it. It's really good. I, I mean, we'll probably watch it on uh, Weekend Bugle at some point, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. um, um, he's kind of got like those three main movies that you'd kind of want to watch, which is cider house rules pleasant villain sea biscuit yeah um, um but uh yeah he's great in sea biscuit and playing a very different character he's like an angry drunk angry irish drunk yeah. um <laughs> which is uh which is a lot of fun um uh, and then but like kirsten dunst her big stuff was prior to this yeah once once she was in this it was kind of only these movies was all she was really doing you know right right um, you know, and then it took her a while to like come back around into the public consciousness in a way where we'd accept her as not, oh, that one Mary Jane girl. Um, right. And now, every, now everybody's like, oh my God, did you like, did you see like Melancholia? Like, you know, did you see her? Like, oh my God, she's great. And it's like, yeah, she's always been great. But like she, it was hard for her to find an identity during this period, which is, yeah. you know, yeah. it's tricky. It's, it's tricky stuff. And it's just it's funny now, like um, that the the IPS star maker has become a whole thing. Where it's at the point now where like I'll catch a movie um, on cable or whatever with like, and if there's a friend, they're like, "Oh, isn't it funny? Like, look, it's Captain America talking to like Hawkeye or whatever." And it's like, "Well, it's those actors talking to each other in a movie they made before they made those movies." Right <laughs> now, it's not, they're like they're not saying, "Look, it's Chris Evans, the movie star, talking to so and so." They're saying, "Look, it's Captain America." Mm-hmm. Um, I think and, I think that's that's it. I think that right there is the the you hit the nail on the head. Is, yeah. is we don't we we appreciate characters and we love the actors who are playing the characters. Yeah, but um, and once they move on, there will always still be those characters mm-hmm. because that's the thing that we care about now more yeah. than the actors themselves, which is interesting. Yeah, it is. I'm not sure specifically how that switch flipped. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, like I know the <laughs> the the changing approach to like what movies make money in Hollywood and what we'll pull our energy energies towards is the reason it happened. But I, I, I didn't expect in my own brain for it to, you know, uh, change so 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 rapidly. Like, um, I, why didn't this happen to Harrison Ford? You know, like, right. uh, well, could, I would say it didn't. It didn't happen to Harrison Ford because he played Indiana Jones. That yeah. It. Like that's got to be it. As soon as you like, do a second thing, mm, that hits uh, as big, and yeah. it hits as big, like as equally big. Because if you look at Chris, Chris Evans, Chris Evans was the Human Torch. Yeah, everyone called him Human Torch. Like, oh yeah, it's the it, it's you know it's Johnny Storm. He's Johnny Storm. They're like, hey, look, uh, Johnny, Johnny Storm's in not another team movie. How fun yeah, is that? Oh yeah. look, Johnny Storm got cast as Captain America. That's confusing. <laughs> Johnny Storm and Sunshine, get it? Yeah, but. 
but now it's, he's just it Captain America, yeah. which is which is a different thing. That Captain mm. America role eclipsed the Human Torch role, so that no yeah. one really even talks about him as Johnny Storm anymore. Yeah. Um, but with Harrison Ford, it was like exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Like, Indiana Jones, Han yeah. Solo. Um, Interesting. Did we when that. that when that guy that wrestler goes by? Did did we bring up Bawana Beast? Um, Moana Beast? But Bawana Bawana Beast. No, what's Bawana Beast? Oh, we talked about the uh, Ultimate Warrior, I think. Okay, um, yeah. There's a there's a DC character uh, who uh, has like animal powers, and his name is Bawana Beast. He looks <laughs> like that guy. Um, That's fun. Yeah, uh, it's a little. Yeah. yeah, it's super silly. It's super, it's super silly. silly, but this yeah. whole thing is. Oh man, I I just remembered again, like we had Hal Lublin on at this point in the mm-hmm. um, the main pocket that I was so thrilled to have somebody that was like literally there when they mm-hmm. made this movie on the day. Um, oh, here's the worst line in the movie. Yep. Yeah. I loved that meme that went around last week. Yes. Oh, it was so oh. recently where they're like. You- Behind the time, Spider-Man, of course, and I love him. And it was just, it is exactly the right way to, like, you know, point out um, the sort of casual homophobia in, you know, this time period and earlier and make no excuses for it. Um, like, it doesn't mean the the movie is bad, but it means, like, the pervasive cultural attitudes are are always different and changing and even loving something doesn't stop you from n- needing to notice and point out where it makes missteps and mm-hmm. how to do better. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's a way to link the meme or something because, like, the the speech that they give Bonesaw in the meme is just so so good and so on point. Just about oh, it's like perfect. You can't. Yeah, you can yeah. trying to de- demonize my affection for another human being. No way. Yeah. That's so good. <laughs> there's those smiles. Look at him, he's so happy. Golly. God, I, re- I, I remember. Ugh. I I get, when I get very emotionally invested in mm-hmm. a movie, uh, I I tend to cry more when characters are happy and I'm happy for them. Yeah. Than when I'm sad or they're sad. Um, and uh, that was definitely one of those moments when I was watching this the first time that I'm like, I was like, kind of like tearing up he's like on like, top of the world yeah, yeah. Like, look at how happy he is uh, just when yeah. that second hand goes up in the air yeah uh, so good i missed the part where that's my problem um, man uh, like, there he is oh boy papa john good old papa john <laughs> oh papa john <laughs> the money in the bag uh i really love that prototype suit i mean we talked about it a lot on the main uh, pockets but like the mm-hmm. the way it stands out right here uh you know one of the things that i don't know that we talked about mm-hmm. i don't remember because we talk about a lot of things yeah. we talk about <laughs> the fact that that peter's not wearing his mask here no no we we probably should have because yeah i feel like that in in most versions of the origin that's a pretty big point of contention in that like the the promoters and the wrestling people that he works with don't know his identity, and and right. that makes them suspicious of him. Right, uh, and it, it's like a whole thing. But he's no, just just Toby. I mean, just Peter. Yeah, 
They're conflated in my mind. Yeah, why doesn't he wear the mask there? I mean, I assume it's because Sam wanted to see his face for that. Oh, sure, yeah, but <laughs> like, for that stuff. But how do they justify uh, it, character-wise? Right. Um, yeah, yeah, because that's the confusing bit. It's not like there were any there was anyone filming that wrestling match. So he didn't. If, if he's not worried about people know seeing his face behind the scenes, like why does he care about them seeing his face in the match? Right. So why was he be wearing a mask at all? Maybe it helps, like him feel, I don't know, confident, <laughs> like a like a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, like a wrestler. Yeah. Peter. Peter. Oh God. Yeah. Cliff. Cliff's really good. Uh, wow! Look at that blood stain on that suede. Yeah. Dang. Oh man, that is that is not coming out. No, um, they. Oof. Suede. They only get a couple chances to use blood in this movie, and I think they use them well. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Just skirting the yeah. Edge of it. Yeah, I'm just remembering like this is when the the movie was edited really well. Um, yeah, this first half we're still we're still in like the really good uh, edited, the really well edited section of the movie. Yeah, uh, before we uh, kind of switch gears, and our theory is uh, switch editors. <laughs> yeah, switch from primarily one editor's take on the film to primarily another's. Yeah. Uh, here we go. It's Gumby time. <laughs> here it comes. Um I like that I like that weird just random close up shot of his back because they're just like, look, he's <laughs> Spider Man. You guys remember. Yeah. <laughs> you know, did you forget what movie you were watching? Because we're gonna remind you here. Mm. Oh, wow. Man, I would I I just I really wanna go uh I really wanna go see a uh like a like a retrospective thing with all hmm. three of these movies on the big screen. Oh man, it um, would be great. I want to yeah. see that. I want. I just. I want to watch these on a big screen again. Really yeah. badly. I did. I I've mentioned it before to you. I think I said it on the podcast that I did a couple years ago to go to um a retrospective for just Spider Man Two on the big uh-huh. screen in Los right. Angeles, and that was I I people were so thrilled. Like it was um such a charged atmosphere and i was amazed that like i knew people liked that movie obviously i loved the movie you know and uh it was a midnight screening so i was kind of like well who how many people will actually show up you know because it's the middle of the night and you know it's well it's la but it's la there's enough people um but like every person in that theater i mean it's it's sold out and then some and then every person in that theater was just screaming and hooting and hollering um like the moment when like (laughs) Spidey, you know, regains his powers, and then they have the uh, um, the newspaper headline that says he's back, and then Spidey swings through it. Like you could feel the chairs shaking; they were so exciting. I was like, "Man, these are crowd pleaser movies. They're big screen oh, movies, yeah. and they work on my laptop. Obviously, they work on my regular TV. But there's something so special, which again might be me feeling like a you know a fuddy duddy of some kind. But I I really cherish the movie going experience specifically in the cinema um uh-huh. like there's no way to distract I, yeah I, I think i think you're a lot like me in that mm. uh respect where mm. you there there are people who um they go to see movies in the theater begrudgingly and they're like <laughs> when can i go see this where there will be the least amount of people in the theater right. <laughs> yeah. um and i'm the opposite like especially yeah. when it's when it's big 
you know, mm-hmm. crowd pleasing for quadrant movies like this, yeah, horror movies or comedies. Mm-hmm. I'm like, when can I go when I can guarantee the most amount of people will be in the theater? Yes. Because it's that's the best way to see these movies. Like that's yeah. the best way. There, there's something like, um, you know, not to get too, like, goofy philosophical about it, but I think there's something really, um, powerful about a group of strangers you know, sharing in a common purpose altogether, like all of them laughing or crying or, you know, gasping together that like, we didn't all know each other, but we came here for this thing. And it's now a part of us all while it's happening where we yep. become the crowd together. I think it's really cool. I'm, yep. I'm sure it's why some people go to church. I don't know, but yeah, I, I go to the movies. <laughs> so do I. Yeah. I mean, one of my, one of my, one of the best experiences I've ever had in a theater was seeing Avengers. Yes. You know, on opening night at the midnight show. Cause it was, mm-hmm. I think Avengers was one of the final movies to be released at midnight. Before yeah. they started doing like the preview the, screenings at yeah, like the seven. like Thursday at eight p.m. But it right. you had to be there at midnight. You had to right. go. Right. I think it was the last. I think it was the last major release to be released at midnight. Yeah. And just being in a sold out, a massive sold out theater, ah. and you go through that opening because it has that cold open, and you get to that bit where. Um, Nick Fury is like on the phone and I think it's Maria Hill over the phone. And just like, what do you like? Like what, what should we do? Who should we call? Yeah. And then Nick Fury just looks forward and then bum, <laughs> and like the whole audience just lost their minds <laughs> and just starts applauding and cheering. And, <sighs> and I just got like, I got like the, ch- I got chills and yeah. got really emotional because it was just like, oh my god! Like this is incredible. It was wild. Like there's that moment, and then there's everybody talks about the um, you know Hulk smash around Loki bit. Right. But for me, sure. the the thing that really like hit me with like, oh, I'm watching something special. Like you know, regardless of some of the seams that are here and you know some of the pacing, this is a, a special movie moment. Um, was this shot we'd seen in the trailers a million times of like all of them standing in a circle and the camera uh-huh. panning around them? Yeah. Uh, which just in the trailers, it just seemed like, oh, yeah, you know, they're telling us, yeah, look, it's all of them together. But, like, when they come together as a team and they all stand and they're, like, ready to take on something, like, people were just just losing it. It was so mm-hmm. thrilling. It was the type of thing, you know, the, the, the version of me that saw this movie um, and was just amazed at, like, oh, my God, they, like, they nailed a superhero movie where it felt like a real superhero. God, wouldn't it be cool if... I could see superheroes team up. That'll never happen. Right. And then to see it happen. Um, God, it was cool. I, yeah. One of movies is great. It's yeah. <laughs> it really is. I don't, I don't understand the people who don't want to yeah. be surrounded by yeah. people at theater. I mean, that's the whole point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. But then again, as we, as we talked about earlier, like you and I mm. just, we experience movies maybe different than a lot of people too. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we hold, hold them in a, a, a certain a place uh, that yeah, maybe right. it's like I do get being annoyed by like some people are rude at movie theaters some people are loud talkers some people are pulling out their phones you know some people are making a mess uh, and maybe the theater near you that's like more of a prevalent problem or something or you know like I do try to have to check myself in, in the fact that like if I don't like the way a certain movie theater like runs its projection like if it's not like 
if, if it's not really clear and it's like, man, I could get a better picture of this on like an HD television at home. I don't have to go to that movie theater. You know, I can right. go to a different one or right. I can I can go to movie theaters here in town that only serve 21 and older people. So there are never high schoolers like, you know, laughing and hitting your chair through the whole thing. And there's never children crying. It's just that's not a thing that happens. But that's like the I you know, I live in the most movie saturated market anywhere. Um, so I. I can't understand if like the your threshold for what is you know you can't put up with it in the theater is is different than mine because um, I don't right. I don't know what what you experience at the theater and sometimes it is crappy but man right. sharing the thing with people is fun it's like, yeah it's really it is it's cool there's nothing like uh, it there's yeah. that pot on the radiator there it is radiator pot and what was it who did who like contacted us after the episode came out to say like i believe it was stephanie merchant mm, yeah um, that uh, who who pointed out that it's a potpourri pot yeah um, that some old ladies put like essential oils in like a pot of water and the the heat you know the radiator or whatever just heats it up and so your house smells good all the time right which that's amazing yeah that's another thing i learned uh yeah. during, during the doing the doing this show it was like it, it's it's a lot of fun like yeah, you know, we we have all these questions and we come up with all these theories on the day, and that's fun while we're recording. Yeah. And then when someone comes out of the woodwork and is like, "Oh, well, actually, here's the here's the reason," and they're yeah. like cool about it, like they're yeah. they're chill about it. They're not like you idiots. Um, <laughs> yeah. They're just they're yeah. just like, oh yeah, like this is my grandma did that, and here's why she did it, and so that's probably what's happening here because they're the same generation. And I'm like, oh yeah, there that's we go. good. Yeah, it's like, pretty cool. Now, see, this doesn't feel like that long ago. There, it, it, no. it's yeah. it's a it's really just there's a hard line mm-hmm. between the bunker scene and the uh, everything before the bunker scene. <laughs> everything before the bunker scene feels like it was forever ago. Yeah, and then the bunker scene to the end all feels fairly recent. And I don't yeah. know what that's about, but uh, no. it does feel no. that way. I don't know. How time works in our brains. I remember oh, no. some some study about that. Like your your brain doesn't actually track time in discrete hours and minutes the way that we break it up with our uh, machines and whatnot. That your your brain always compares amounts of time to like the life you've already lived, mm-hmm. which is why like when you're a kid, like a summer seems like it's forever because a summer right. when you're six years old is like a twelfth of your life. Um, right. Whereas, like a summer when you're like 25 is a much smaller portion of your life, so it doesn't feel as long. But well, that's really interesting. I've never yeah. heard that before. That is yeah. cool. Yeah, it's weird. Um, but so th- I don't know. But I don't know that like I, that seems like such a granular, like you know, long change that I I wouldn't feel like over a course of a few months it would seem so drastic. That yeah, this was a long time ago, and this seems closer. Um. We must have we like, must have had a really long break in our recording schedule at some that's point true. in yeah. this movie. That must be um, what it is. Yeah. Cuz I know we did have a couple se- sections where like we got far enough ahead that when there were some like, you know, life circumstances that came up that w- we could take longer breaks and then catch back up. But right. like I think those breaks affected like my my memory more than I expected they would. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Spidey on the CCTV. I love I so, love this. I mean, I go on the on the main page we went on this a whole time, but I god, I love the like man on the street interviews. It's, oh yeah. Uh, Did we talk about the fact that um this uh wackadoo police officer 
uh-huh. um, is uh, Scott Spiegel. Did we talk about that? No, I don't think so. Okay, because well, I, mean, I, I think, I, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, this guy, um, Scott wow, Scott Spiegel, I, I believe, is a Sam Raimi guy, like a like a oh, producer really? guy that works with oh, Sam no Raimi, way. like one of his one of his old friends. Um, he's like, oh, we gotta put you in here. Yeah, yeah, I think he's he's just doing a cameo because he can just do that. That's that great. wackadoo. Uh, <laughs> Freaky Lou with something wackadoo. Yeah. Ah. God bless Subway Singer. <laughs> Here comes a spider man. I love that he has a skateboard. It's such a weird. <laughs> it's such a weird detail based on uh, what he's wearing. Yeah. There he is. Oh my god. The man himself. My front I, uh, page. I I cannot wait to revisit him, especially <gasps> in Spider Man. Oh god. Uh, Are we? Have we talked about? Um, what we're uh, what we're gonna do for uh, Spider-Man Two? Are we doing two point one minute uh, by minute, oh, or are we doing yeah, are I'm... we doing theatrical and just talking about the bonus scenes later? Um, I don't know because I'm I'm not I'm genuinely not that familiar with two point one because you know I watched the theatrical in the theater a whole bunch and then I think I just got the basic DVD when it came out. Um, I don't think oh. I ever got around to two point one. So well, it might be fun to. To do the extended one and like point out where Zach does not remember this scene being in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess that's true. That is yeah. very true. Okay, we'll um, do two point one. Well, I mean, what do Norman Cassandra do? Did they do the extended editions? Yeah, they there? do extended editions. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, Fair we'll enough. do we'll do two point one. We yeah. will not do the Spider Man three the editor's cut. No, thank um, you. Yeah, we no, will that's... we will investigate it. Uh, <laughs> But we won't we won't do it because it it has nothing to do with Sam Raimi and right. I don't, that bothers me. I don't like yeah, that. That's fine. Um, God bless J.K. Simmons. Yeah, uh, Oscar winner J.K. Simmons. Uh, I like that Jan Sport product placement. Um, <laughs> yeah. Of all the things, uh, Jan Sport. Get that in there. I think they've stayed consistent because I'm pretty sure his. You know, I'm always around in like the replica prop forum threads and things like that when everybody's trying to you know get the new costumes for every new film that comes out and um i think i'm i'm fairly sure that in every spider-man movie including the amazing spider-man films and homecoming uh peter still has a jansport bag in every single one so that's awesome maybe they're, maybe they're just super loyal i don't know this is um i think we're in the bad editor now i think so maybe yeah yeah <laughs> I apologize to whoever edited it. Not that they're listening, probably. <laughs> no, they're probably not. I don't mean you're uh, bad at your job. I just mean of the two, uh, you're the you're the less interesting editor. Less you're, interesting. It, yeah. it it feels like a TV editor. Um, yes, yeah, and not you know current modern day peak TV uh, like like 2002 know. TV. <laughs> yeah, this isn't like Big Little Lies or something. Yeah, 2002 yeah. TV. Um, Which just one. Awards. I don't know. Maybe that will date this recording too much if I go on. I mean, we just said that we just finished recording. Uh, yeah, yeah. The season so so. makes sense. Yeah. Uh, um, Emmys. It's okay. I mean, it's Thanks, not like. Pete. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It's, yeah. It's a lot of. That's a lot of. A lot of back and forth, back and forth. Oh yeah, and then that yeah. weird lighting thing where she's just like suddenly. 
just like staring <laughs> directly into the sun. Um, yeah, poor girl. Uh, don't tell Harry. Um, I do love their performance here, though. The, the, I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll get some. <laughs> well, we always we always uh, kind of like their performances in there. Oh, of course. I think they have, what, four scenes together like that? Yeah, like they're four. usually shot in this just like two shot, like yeah. shot reverse shot awkwardness from this three, point on. Three out of the four are great scenes. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And uh, one of them is not great. But the performance is still good. So, right, you know. right, right. Yeah. It's yeah. weird when you break it down like that, when you're like, yeah, the main romantic storyline of the, of the <laughs> whole movie takes place over the course of three scenes or four <laughs> scenes, you know, like in this two hour movie. It's really yeah. weird when you start breaking down how a movie works. Yeah. Like where it spends its time and yeah. how much you can. Yeah. It's. Movies are counterintuitive. Movies are weird and counterintuitive and strange beasts sometimes. Um, I love how much various guests every time we landed in this apartment had to like take at least a moment to talk about how weird this apartment decor is. Yeah, I did not expect that to be like one of the running things. It was like, oh, when we have guests, I bet they'll you know often talk about maybe some of the same influences like the Spider-Man cartoon Mm -hmm. or something. I expected that, but I. There's some things people fixate on that I did not expect to come up so often. Like, I just realized, uh, just to pause you, I just, yeah. I just realized that Harry is sitting at the dining room table where they're going to have Thanksgiving later. It just, it never, it oh, never, that's that table. Yeah. It never occurred to me. I thought he was sitting at a desk this whole time. Yeah. No, he's just at, at the table, at he's, the table. He's at the dining room table. He's in the spot where uh, Norman's going to sit. Uh, that finds out that hey, Peter Spider-Man. there's there's something there maybe yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah you're right about the decor for sure right yeah it's it's weird um, God the Spider-Man scene so good oh my God it's him I know that's so awesome I the love that double so kick man yeah less awesome are these these photos these photos um, are not great there's <laughs> crap crap. <laughs> Which I don't think I even like, you know, really noticed the first few times I thought of this movie where it was kind of just like, oh man, like Jonah's being kind of a jerk right now. But no, some of those are crap. Some of those, like, it's incredible and impossible that he was able to get them in those positions. But like, those aren't great photos, Peter. What are you doing? No. What are you doing out there? I don't know. But I love that he has a gallon of Rolaids. <laughs> That's all I know. I think I think they get I, I think it gets even more cartoony in the second one where his like desk is just covered yeah with different types of rollades. Which which movie has the gag with um Betty Brant uh like buzzing him about taking his pills? I think that's Spider Man three. That might be Spider Man three. Yeah, I'm pretty that's, sure it that's is. where they really they really kicked it into high gear. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the one where he's trying to not stress out. Yes, that's I think it. it I right. think that's the third one. She's like trying to get him to take heart medication. Um, but uh, Elizabeth Banks, there she is. Uh, the stars of Sea Biscuit themselves. Yep, yeah, there it is. There they are. I don't know. Do people do that thing with Elizabeth Banks that we were talking about about like uh, roles eclipsing the actor? I feel like to me, she's one of those people where I'm like, oh, I'll go see whatever she's in because I love her. And um, yeah, but I don't know that a lot of people feel that way. I think I guess yeah, but like, do people like watch? 
like like see Spider-Man on the cable and be like, oh, look, it's whatever her name is from Hunger Games. Like, oh, look, Effie's in a movie. Like, do they do uh, that Yes, with her? they do. Yes. Oh, yes. okay. Yeah, oh, Effie, okay. Effie is definitely that character for her for a lot of people, I think. Mm-hmm. Effie Trinket. That's fair. Um, but, but for us, you know, because I think she's Elizabeth Banks. Um, she's, yeah. Yeah. I love I love Elizabeth Banks. There's like she's there's a handful awesome. of people that like Beth and I will be watching a a, a movie or something, and uh, we, our go-to phrase when like we like really find an actor charismatic is just like we got to become friends with them. Like we got like we got to meet them. We got to like become friends with them. That's what I want out of life. And Elizabeth Banks is up there. Oh Norman. Oh boy. Uh. You going to cry? You going to cry? <laughs> you going to cry, Norman? You going to cry? Start it again. Max, please, Max. Oh, this, I remember when we recorded this and you figured out the coffee thing. Or the oh, tea, yeah. Whatever they're drinking. Right. Ah. It's definitely coffee. Yeah. Yeah. There's no tea bag. We're not British. Yeah, they're not British. There would be tea bags in those if, <laughs> if it was tea. That's the difference. <laughs> am I? Is that uh, it's like British people actually brew the tea in the teapot. In the teapot, and then you pour the tea out. But right. Americans, yeah, we have the bag in the cup. Right. Because uh, we're garbage people. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> we pushed our all of our tea into the ocean like a bunch of idiots. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Remember having a conversation with my friend Lori in college about like terrible tea in America and. Um, how it's like stale. I was just so uncultured in the ways of tea at that point that I didn't realize that the temperature of the water affected the taste of the tea. And he's like, "How can you people be like you know?" He saw me like microwave a cup of water and then put a tea bag in it, and he wanted to kill me because um, it was like you boil water in a kettle, you pour it in. How I do at least have an electric kettle that I do. Yes, use. yeah. Oh yeah, because like when I went to. Uh, I went to London in college for a, a theater class. Uh, Laura was there as well. And I got, I fell in love with the electric kettles. I was like, well, I have to have this. You know, it makes life so much easier. I use it for ramen, but um, boil water fast. It's good for you. Uh, <laughs> this scene is weird. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's Franco. I, I, you know, I'm really excited to talk about because Franco is easily the worst in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah he's really right. great in two. And yeah. I mean, like literally transcendent in Spider-Man three. Um, <laughs> like he's working on an, on another plane of existence from everyone else <laughs> in Spider-Man three. And it is just, oh, it's incredible. Um, he's my, I mean, he's, he's by far my favorite part of Spider-Man three. Um, <laughs> so good. He's so good in that movie. Um, but, I but I remember am... the pie. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh, yeah. You mean the greatest line reading in all uh, in cinematic <laughs> history? So oh. good. <laughs> oh, God. I can't wait for the disaster artist. My God. Oh, it's, it's out by now, right? Right? No, 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 no. Oh, right? oh, yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. you're right. <clears throat> oh, uh, time travel. Um, I'm I'm 100% <laughs> sure whenever you're hearing this that I've been gushing on Twitter about the disaster artist. Like, I'm, uh-huh. I'm, there's no way I didn't have a lot of thoughts about that movie. Um, yeah. Oh, Franco. Yeah, I'm, I'm really explosion. excited. I'm really <laughs> excited for 
Spider-Man two and three Franco. That's some <laughs> that's some good stuff. That's good Franco. Yeah, that's some real good Franco. That is a good year. There's Stanley. There he is. <laughs> There's these two morons. Yeah, God, just standing. Is that a rock <laughs> coming toward us? Oh, uh, I don't know. Let's let's get a little further under it and double check. Um, is this probably like the quickest Stanley cameo? Like the the less the least intrusive of any <coughs> of them. Yeah, like I it, would say I would say so. Like just in general. Um, yeah. Although I don't remember what his cameo is in X two. Um, I don't know either. In X Men, he's the hot dog vendor. Hot dog vendor. Is he like a security guard somewhere? No, that's Hulk. Oh yeah, oh, I am so fired. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. No. There's got to be a supercut somewhere that I can reference for this. Yeah, we're watching a movie. Little Billy. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna do it now. <laughs> I mean, I mean, orange slices and drinking water and watching a movie. It's yeah, funny. well, I was telling, I was still, I was basically telling the people at home, like, yeah, we're just gonna be wrong about that. I'd oh really, yeah, like know. we're. We're not going to go find the answer. On the Sorry. main podcast, we try at least to be fairly accurate with our stuff, but this yeah. is... This is a different you know. animal. Yeah. <coughs> this is the world, you know, the way the world used to be when, like, you wondered something about a movie and you had no way to figure it out. Like, you watch something like, hey, is that guy with the mustache? Was he the one in that other movie? It's like, I don't know. There's no way to know. I guess I just assume it. Um, yeah. That's how uh, things things happen. Like, um uh past guest of the show rachel gatlin on uh, mm-hmm. tmnt minute she thought that she forever thought that uh young shredder in the uh young oruko saki in oh the, yeah uh in the flashbacks she thought that was rufio from hook <laughs> she just yeah why she not? was like she was like yeah it's rufio from hulk or from, from hook and everyone was like no no she's Rachel, like what do you no. what do you mean yes it is and then they watched it and they're like, oh no it's not it's not him <laughs> yeah uh. yeah that's how that stuff happened you were just like oh yeah that makes sense right because they're yeah both and you just actors. accept it yeah yeah, yeah. and then oh man Legends look at this. misconception start green goblin and uh spider-man are fighting i just noticed in that shot where he like thwips at him uh a, his like his fingers are really worn down on his suit because they're he's climbing on rocks and shenanigans and all that. But also, Ooh. they changed the webbing on his hands for the second movie. Man, I'm gonna have like some really like specific costume thoughts that nobody will care about. I'm realizing that now as they're happening in my brain. Like I'll care. The second movie. <laughs> like, I, I care a little bit. They I didn't. Care. They didn't have. In this movie, he doesn't have webs on his, like, palms. Like, he just has the, like, ring circles on his fingers, you know, that people draw. Yeah. And and he has straight across lines, which a lot of times when when people draw Spidey, his hand, they'll, like, line out on the palm, like, the thumb area and the top area, and then just do straight lines across. And this is, like, a rudimentary version of that. But in um, in the second and third, they have the actual web pattern kind of flow into the fingers there. Ooh. Huh. I just I just saw that in the like little clip. That's fun. Uh, Toby's Spider-Man voice, like don't you folks don't mind her. She just needs <laughs> to use the elevator. Um, sounds like um, uh, what, what's his name from um, 
that thing you do, uh, Steve. Oh. Uh, Oh, Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like his, his Spider-Man sounds like Steve Zahn. <laughs> you folks don't mind her. And she just needs to use the elevator. Like, you just. You got you to gotta be quick with me. I'm from, yeah. I'm from Queens, <laughs> NY. Uh. You know what? Steve Zahn would have been a great. 90s spider-man oh yes oh please uh, yeah <laughs> well so actually so would ethan embry oh ethan embry although ethan embry would be a good harry too oh my god i would watch that movie yeah. oh <laughs> ethan, what is ethan embry up to these days he's I... in uh grace and frankie the, oh um, he is yeah the, oh. the netflix show yeah he plays oh, uh that. he plays a character named coyote cool cool yeah. okay i'm for he's... it his, uh, so his much mom TV was a hippie. I've I've heard Grace and Frankie's great. Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, I I it's a it's a day one, uh, uh, day one watch for me when they oh, drop wow. a new season. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, I, uh, I love Grace and Frankie. I gotta catch up with that. I gotta catch up with. There's a new season of BoJack I haven't watched. I yeah, I'm probably. only a few episodes into that. Although I'm sure I've finished it at this point. But yeah, yeah, I've I've probably finished it at this point. <laughs> By the time you hear this, I probably have. Mm, um, Maker's Mark. I've been I've been to that distillery. You have? Yeah, the Maker's Mark well, distillery. Where is the Maker's Mark distillery? In Kentucky. Oh. Oh yeah, bourbon. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Oh. It's in uh it's in Kentucky and it's it's cool. They have um they have a section of their store where you can just like just put wax on stuff. <laughs> Like it's it's literally just like buy anything in the store and put some wax on it. Uh, that like real glossy red wax. Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I bought like a coffee cup and I put some wax on it. Um, <laughs> can you bring your own stuff? Like, can I bring an old Nokia cell phone and just I don't put some think wax so. on it? I don't okay. think so. But I but I do like. Um, uh, I mean, it just it just reminds me of that um that Portlandia skit. Of, uh, <laughs> yeah, put a bird on it. <laughs> yeah, put a bird on it. Yeah, put a bird on it. <laughs> Just wax uh, it up. Wax it up. Yeah. Uh, I will say this about BoJack. Um, that is the most accurate Hollywood show I've ever seen. Oh, um, yeah. By far. Oh, yeah. And um, I'm pretty sure the series creator was like a Todd when he was first in L.A. Like he lived on some famous person's couch and didn't pay rent and oh. was just like observing everything. Um, but it's it's perfect. I mean, it's. Even with the inclusion of the animal people, it's more accurate than anything I've, <laughs> I've ever seen. Certainly more accurate than like Entourage or something. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Or or Famous in Love. Have you seen Famous in Love? Oh, God. Oh. oh it's it's sounds... like a free freeform oh. series with Bella Thorne. Oh, that's all you have to say. Oh, it's bad. Oh, it's so bad. That um, sounds terrible. I'm on it, though, if you want to watch it. I, um, oh. Yeah, I'm like her... One of her stylists, like a dress. There's a whole scene where she's like preparing for a like a event, red carpet event, and I'm there like hemming the, her skirt. It's just real, interesting, real dumb show. But we're like, God, oh, Willem Dafoe is so it. good. He's so good, and we I know we've been talking through the whole uh, mirror scene for dumb reasons, but he's absolutely incredible. Mm. Um, I'm, I think I'm more impressed with, especially him and J.K. Simmons. Every time I watch this movie. Mm-hmm. Quarter every time somebody says it. Oh, damn, that's good. I uh, I just I man, yeah. No one, no one, no one just demands my attention more than Defoe and and J.K. Simmons in this movie. Yeah, they are 
commanding presences and <laughs> I can't believe we're this far into this movie already. This That's is crazy. Wild. Yeah, where are we? Like we're hour and fifteen halfway. minutes in. Oh my god, this stuntman shot. <laughs> yeah. I'll never not see that now, Scott. Oh, Thank it's so you. bad. It's so bad. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> um Oh, this yeah, is their only know, scene together. We just talked about how much we like Defoe and uh, J.K. Simmons. This is their only interaction. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true. Um, man, this uh, this is this is uh, Green Goblin costume does not look good in the daytime. It no, this doesn't. isn't good for it. Nope. No. Nope. 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 Even with the fire. Um, yeah. Isn't it interesting that uh, it got darker in there? Yeah. When the fire happened. <laughs> like it was like, like the think... middle of the day and then yeah. it, it just got darker as soon as he smashes through the window. And middle fire. of the day plus fire plus he made the window bigger. So like there, it, it would be brighter. What are we doing? Yeah. What are we doing? I don't know. There we go. Looks better. Here it is. There. Now it's intimidating. Yeah. There it is. And here comes here comes my favorite scene in the movie. Um, <laughs> Ah, oh, embrace man. it, you guys. Embrace it. Look at him. It's goddamn. It's, it's like the thrill I get. Ugh. Yeah, that is the worst shot of the Spidey suit. Um, the thrill <laughs> I get like out of the shawarma scene at the end of Avengers, you know, uh-huh. or like ugh, it, superheroes in the suits doing stuff. Oh, there he is. Yeah, oh, look at him. I will Ugh. I will never back down on that. That's like the best thing in this movie. That's oh, so <laughs> great. Here's the real story. Whack. Oh man, I just I want I think I'm I'm just going to I I need to have maybe maybe this shirt will already happen at this point, but I'm I think I'm just going to have Kevin like draw like like <laughs> like Starbucks barista green goblin or something. Yes. <laughs> oh man. You could li- literally just like open like a like a gallery of just like simple shots of just this willem dafoe green goblin doing casual things doing casual things yeah well i remember a few years ago there's a photo shoot where um they did uh superheroes doing laundry like it was in a gallery somewhere but it was oh yeah i remember that uh, like washing and hanging up your suit to dry and things like that like there's something i don't know really appealing about the the everyday shenanigans Mm. with the costume it's like God, this movie flies. It's I, I feel like we've been here twenty minutes, and we're you know you know like say we'll say a lot about the technic technical editing in this movie, but like yeah, overall, mm-hmm. the movies are not paced like this anymore. No, no, it. This is nuts. This is nuts. I mean, really, the closest thing that I can think of to a movie feeling this well paced is like maybe ant-man kind of feels like this yeah yeah we, we were just like wow that was that's over already yeah uh, but even then i don't think it's quite to this level not really no it's it's something about this the structure and not just the yeah uh, you know obviously i don't think this is uh, on the same technical level but like i was thinking about a movie like the nice guys by shane black where like uh-huh. things just move so so freely that like you glance down and you're like oh my god like over two hours have gone by that's nuts like in in a world where people are like 
It's like we get press releases when running times come out for superhero movies. Yeah. Like, you know, Justice League is going to be two and a half hours long. And it's like that. Why is that the goal? Why are can we... I can I actually <sighs> make um, a, a, a confession that uh, oh. will probably sound a little weird? Um, sure. Yeah. Especially considering the type of people they uh, know that we are. Yeah. Oh, oh boy. There's that. There's that Kirsten Dunst look. Oh, Yikes. it works. Um, anyway, uh, so <laughs> the um, uh, no, so the so I saw one tiger. I'm oh, sorry. Oh it's man, it's I saw um, Donna Justice uh twice in theaters. Right. Oh wow. Um, yeah. Because I I don't I I didn't hate it uh, like a lot of people did. Um, uh huh. I I didn't love it. Don't get me wrong. No. But like yeah. I didn't hate it. Sure. And but it did feel really long the second time I watched it. Yeah. And that was like the theatrical version, but I just recently watched the um, extended edition that they oh, wow. made. Yeah, and it's a three-hour movie. It's it's 180 minutes. Jeez. Um, or is that or is it longer than that? Is 180 uh, minutes right? Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. that's the three math, hours. That checks out. 180 minutes, and it feels shorter than the theatrical cut, which is a half hour shorter. Oh, <laughs> really? Because the pacing is so much better. Yeah. In I in would, the extended yeah. cut, and you know what? For all the hub the the hubbub about it being R rated and everyone being like, "Why would you make an R rated Superman Batman movie?" Yeah, I was like watching it, and I was like, "I don't know why this is rated R." Like, I I, I couldn't <laughs> figure it out. Like, I really honestly could not figure out why this was rated R. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Whatever. Almost like they asked for the R rating rather than needing it. I don't know. I, I don't. Think I mean, there's a lot that. of a lot of people die in that movie, but that's never stopped a PG thirteen rating. Right. So exactly. I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, I I think one day I'll revisit the extended cut because I I the the thing that seemed so mystifying to me with that movie was that it was so long, but also felt like so much had been taken out of it uh -huh. that I was just like, oh, that's the thing. All floating in time. All of Superman stuff. All of it. Yeah. Is in the extended edition. Like, oh, of course. Clark, Clark Kent okay. is literally like working an investigation, like through the whole movie. Uh, oh, and they he, cut. He, oh. They cut all of that out of the theatrical version. <laughs> it's cool, so guys. weird. Um, That's really strange. But uh, anyway, they're about yeah. to make out, which is cool. Yeah, um, here. I mean, yeah. There's the the kiss. Here's the kiss. Kissy time. Kiss moment. The kiss. Will we? Will we what what how long do you think it's going to take before we get a kiss that beats this kiss? Man, I don't know. When did this movie come out? 15 years ago? Yeah. Uh hasn't happened yet. No. I think this is a 20-year iconic moment uh at least. Yeah. Um, wonder what I wonder what kiss it will be. Like I wonder what that what kind of movie that's going to be. That's going to yeah. eventually beat this kiss. Like if maybe if James Cameron ever decides to do a Titanic again instead of a Avatar, <laughs> you know, like. Even then, I don't really remember a kiss in Titanic. No, it's all about the front of the boat moment. Is I guess in right. my brain, like, you know, finding a, a, a similarly iconic romantic thing. Yeah. Um, I guess that's true. It's like the, the front of the boat moment, this kiss. Um, I Like there's got to be a dedication to the schmaltz in a way that i think a lot of people shy away from in movies these days right for it to land um you're right you know what i was just looking at this uh the cg spider as it was um as it, he was he was web slinging through the city toward the fire uh -huh. and uh there's a bit where he's in between two buildings 
So he's like web slinging. We're like looking at him from a like a profile shot of him swinging. Yeah. And he goes from one. He swings past a building and then he swings past like the space between two buildings, like down a street. Yeah. And then goes and then keeps swinging, obviously, into the like his arc follows like into another building. And what I was really impressed about in that shot was the fact Mm -hmm. that like he has black webbing. And then when he swings out into the open, it glistens silver and then Ah. goes away back to like the black again, um, like in through that arc. That was pretty. uh, That was pretty good. Yeah. Good Good work, animators. Good work. Good lighting effects. Yeah. Uh, There he goes with his high rise uh, tights. Yeah. (laughs) Old CG Spider-Man. Costumes look great (laughs) in this scene. My shoes are all wet, but my my cuffs are bone dry. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) they do look great here. (laughs) This this gag with the the shawl. Over the goblet. You can see his hands there, too, that he doesn't have the lines oh, on his Oh, yeah. Hands, his Look at palms. that. Look at that. Oh, it's so silly. I love <laughs> it. Oh, man. I, you know what I'm doing is, as we're going through these, I'm just like, that's the shot I used for that minute. That's the shot <laughs> I used for that minute. That's yeah. the shot I used for that minute. Uh, I just keep, I keep thinking that every time one of them comes yeah. up. And I was like, mm, I, I wish I could have used this other shot or something. Yeah, like this that. is a good shot. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a pretty good shot. shot. Oh, boy. Bad CG. Nope. Not, not your finest hour, CG. Nope. And we just linger on it so long. I, I, I was impressed on the day. I get why, but it's like. Man, it looks like a water balloon now. Yeah. Not good. This part. I oh, love this. Oh, oh, oh. Oh man, that's a good. That's some Sam Raimi business right there. Golly. That was like a that was like a shot from Spider-Man 2, honestly. Yeah. God. Um where he was like a little less apologetic for his <laughs> style choices. It's like I'll do some more crash zooms, I'll do some more. Yeah. No one says no to me. Oh man, you could I I want to I I like I reached out to pause the movie cuz I wanted to see the uh the reflection in the goblin's mask, and then I realized that I couldn't. Um, oh yeah, that's. <laughs> I was like, oh, I can't, I can't do that. That's uh, not how we we're, do. We're doing a commentary. Um, oh, I did. We talk about how quickly she runs to like get in position before the door opens. MJ, oh, there. That's so oh, cute. That's really adorable. <laughs> Trying to make him look good, uh, and it's MJ's so cute. She's great. People, how you gotta love MJ? I'm just. You don't have to. I get people. Have, I just love. Things, I, just, I just love everybody in this movie. <laughs> I really do. I really. Do. There's a reason why we're doing this. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really love these movies. This stuff connected. Yeah. Actually, th- we're about to get the best look at the costume in the in the yep. movie. Heck um, yeah. That's so fun. I was noticing. We'll we'll talk about it when we do. I mean, we will talk about it later, but I was I was noticing um, today. Oh, there it is! Oh my God! Look at it! Oh, so good. That was it. That was Spider Man right there. Heck yeah! Ah, oh. there he is. Oh, oh, the man. ceiling. Ah, oh. looks so good. God damn! God, that's a great costume. And the and the the it's blood's great costume. about to drip. The only the only thing, the mm. only thing I would want to change about his costume is just make mm. the eyes a little bigger. That's yeah. all. 
I just, just want a, friend, friendlier eyes. Yeah, just um, a little, just a little less. Because right now they look like they're glaring. Yeah, like they're mad. Yeah, you know? and yeah. so just, just, just open them up a little bit, yeah. and I think it would, I think it would help. Uh, mm. I think it would make the, it, it would be a perfect costume. Like, it's just perfect. It's I, I mean, we've gone through different iterations in these, but like, I don't think anybody's ever nailed how, um how smoothly and regularly all the webs fit on the suit. Like they, they don't feel like, you know, uh, bricks. They don't feel like a geometric grid. It's just like, Oh look, there's webs. And you know, I understand. It doesn't, doesn't like, look like a basketball. Like, yeah, he, it doesn't look like a basketball. Costume, like yeah, his costume um, of a basketball. Yeah. It's just, Oh, they look like webs. I get it. You know, they, I, I understand people that think they're a bit thick or tall. I get that. But just the position of them on the suit is yeah. beautiful to me. Um, like the the only like tweaks I would make are a I, w- I want the eyes to be a little bigger and friendlier and um I want some I want some sweet potato casserole I do um, I do want some I want some I'm, turkey too um, I'm ready I'm ready for Thanksgiving uh the <laughs> I mean I, think, I mean we already <laughs> had Thanksgiving uh two months that's ago that's right yeah we just yeah and we I watched this on Thanksgiving because that's the tradition <laughs> Scott introduced me to um. <laughs> I don't uh, know if I'm going to do it this time. I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we're a little Spider-Man wand out. Uh, yeah. But like the, we can't see it now because he's not in the suit anymore. But the red section on his chest is very wide in these movies. It's like a That's a true. broad one, and I I kind of like the yeah, you know, like in the um the Dicto stuff. Ditko, I can never say it's, the word. It, right. Yeah, you always say the T in yeah, front of the K, but it's the dicto. other way around. It, yeah. no, you know, it's Dicto. No, I, Dicto. Yeah, Dick Dicko. 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 It's just it's like it's a company. Like Dicko. Dicko. Yeah, Dicko. Thank you. Um but like that I I kinda like the where instead of it being a straight line from his shoulders to the belt, that it curves in a little bit. Uh, Mm -hmm. But that's like the tiniest thing. I mean that's what I did on on my suit, um, so that I could I could feel like, oh yeah, now it's yeah. Now it feels like Spider-Man. But you um, know what? And I guess we'll see when we get there how I feel about it on screen. Because, you know, uh-huh. I'm trying not to rewatch these movies before we start covering them. Right, um, yeah. Uh, really just trying to focus on them one at a time. Um, although yeah. I'm sure I'll break that rule with Homecoming when it comes out on Blu-ray. But, oh, yeah, of uh, course, yeah. <laughs> but but uh, I I will say for the longest time I thought that the best costume has been Amazing Spider-Man 2's costume. But I was looking at photos of it the other day, and something about it strikes me as a little cheap, like hmm. looking, um, like almost like it looks like someone doing cosplay and not like a movie costume. A little bit from from certain angles, I yeah, I definitely yeah. buy that. It's it, a little, um, it's a little shiny. It is very shiny. Um, I mean, I like I I like the shine on it, but I I can see how it might feel like oh, this is like you know jumbo spandex that you picked up somewhere, right? Um, uh, I think part of it too is the the changes they make in the um the pelting in that mm-hmm. costume. Where like the belt is a lot lower, but it also doesn't point down in the Amazing Spider-Man two. Like mm-hmm. it's flatter at the bottom, mm-hmm. and they did that so they could um, put a, a zipper there so that he could take the shirt portion completely oh. off of the pants portion. Um, yeah, so that he doesn't have the traditional pointed belt at the bottom. Um, did we talk so about? Did we yeah. talk about the weird choice here? With the um, the lenses being up on the mask, the helmet. Oh, I don't think we did. Um, that's a weird choice, right? Yeah, like, like if you would it, think it's his helmet, 
And he's talking to it. So you think you would want to give it eyes. It's weird yeah. that it doesn't have eyes. All right. Anyway, continue more, what you were saying. Now it's like he's talking to a skull or something. Right. You know, like a... Yeah, alas, poor you. Or or an or an inanimate object. Um, or yeah, and the more recognizably inanimate empty object. Oh man, empty. you know what? Him floating in like that, standing upright, That's with crazy. his eyes glowing. That was yeah. pretty cool. That oof. I don't even think I noticed that in the minute. That was yeah. awesome. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think we were so focused on the explosion in the minute that we forgot. Oh, yeah, when man. he's just like a standing, very like powerfully. Woof. Oof, that was wow, that was good. Um those horrible yellow eyes. <laughs> um They also did a thing with the boots on the Amazing Spider-Man 2 suit that I don't totally dig. Um, which there's like risers in the heels a little bit. Um, which mm. makes it easier to perch in certain ways and keep the the calf looking separate from the heel. But when he's just standing around like casually, you it, there's this it just doesn't it doesn't look as clean to me, mm. I guess. And so I think a combination of a couple things like that, even though it is a beautiful color and awesome eyes and the the my favorite type of webbing on that suit, I can get like looking at that suit and being like, oh, it looks a little cheap. I don't know why, but it looks yeah. a little cheap. It's like a couple little decisions here and there adding up. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that in like five years. Um, <laughs> in like five years, yeah. Uh, I, I got to handle some of the um, screen-used pieces for that costume. Um Oh, which was which was fun. Yeah, oh, that's cool. I, during my my stint at Ironhead, who made that suit, um, oh. I got to look at some of the screen you stuff for that. So that was that was fun because I haven't gotten to do that for any of the other movies. Um, uh, okay. So this is something yeah. we didn't bring up even one time. Mm. The entire time that we covered this minute to minute, and mm. I am flabbergasted. And it wasn't until we finished recording. <laughs> and I was like, how did we not talk about this? Yeah. Zach, there should be Christmas decorations everywhere. <gasps> oh, my. We're. It's, it's Black Friday. Yeah. It's, oh, my God. Why? There should have. There should be Christmas. Just Christmas. It should look like Christmas threw up. They're in yeah. New York. They're in New York and they're in a hospital. And it's and after Thanksgiving. Like there oh should God. be there should be Christmas decorations everywhere, all over the city, all over the city. I don't know what part of like weird, like cultural religious baggage this is, but like for a split second there, I imagined there being a lot more Christmas in this movie, and I got really excited. I don't know what that uh-huh. is. <laughs> I know. No, I, 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 you know what it is. I and mm. I and I honestly think this is what it is. Mm. I have always loved superheroes at Christmas because of Batman Returns. Batman Returns, ah. in my brain, in my chemical kid brain, yeah. Uh, when I just I get really excited because it it starts like the chemicals start going like yeah. you know ooh like Batman Returns and then yeah. it just it's like oh yeah Christmas and superheroes and ah man if we had like. Snow and the Danny Elfman score and oh, Christmas man. stuff in this man. How how did they not? Oh man! You know what? I pitched that mm. Spider Man four. Uh, oh, put it at Christmas. Yeah, it's Please. Christmas. It's Christmas yeah. time. <laughs> That's it's Christmas too. Uh, on top of everything else, it's also <laughs> Christmas. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I I just man, I I yeah, it, it should be Christmas. It should be Christmas time. Yeah. It's, it's silly that it's not. Look, she's even wearing. She's even like red and green. 
Yeah, I. <laughs> that's right. Oh man, you can even like. I'm almost wondering if it's like uh, a lot of the interior stuff was shot here at, in, at Sony in mm-hmm. Southern California, and uh, you know production was based out here. Even though there is a surprisingly large amount of New York location shooting in the movie, I'm almost wondering if it's just like it slipped people's minds because we're like everybody writing it and producing it right now is out here based in Southern California and like things don't get very Christmassy out here. And yeah. Like, well, yeah, and I also assume, so. I, yeah. well, I also assume they just aesthetically, that's just not what they wanted. Sure. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. but, but, and, and that's, that's totally fair. But like, imagine that final fight with the goblin, only there's snow on the ground too. Oh man. And like, ah, oh. oh. and just imagine Toby's Spider-Man with hmm. like a like a scarf and and a like <laughs> a scarf and a hat, you know, like a like a like a ski cap kind of yeah. beanie thing. Uh, oh man, I'm almost cold. thinking like I mean maybe it's a bit fast. I what is the actual timeline of the movie post Thanksgiving? It's not all in one day, is it? Like, yeah, it's all in one day. Huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, like he's gonna fight the Green Goblin like tonight. tonight. Yeah. <laughs> uh. There's like um, a thing in my brain where I I suddenly saw like the New Yorkers stopped on the Queensboro Bridge and like some of them have like Christmas trees tied to the roof of the cars. Yes, like, that would be nice. That would yeah. be cool. It might be early. I don't know how many people buy their Christmas trees literally the day after Thanksgiving. I, know I think everybody does. does. My mom does. Yeah, I, I think most people do. I think only Grinches don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean December you know, wait, is December yeah, wait for is December? Christmas month. Yeah. 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 So uh, I try to. I'm a little grinchy about Christmas uh, at the at the end of November because I want to hold on to Halloween season as long as I can (laughs) because it's the superior holiday. But I I do I do love Christmas and I will get excited about it just like anybody else. But I I'm very I I I don't like celebrating Halloween until October. I don't like celebrating fall. fall stuff until november and i and i I don't like celebrating christmas until uh december right after thanksgiving yeah i gotta wait till december at least to to be in the christmasy mood but i i'll see i need i need the day after thanksgiving because uh black friday i listen to christmas music while i'm shopping oh there you go yeah Yeah. you do the transition no i 100 percent. once it's august it's halloween time for me that's you know i will start watching the spooky videos and all that i I don't care the spooky videos i want I want all of the, I want that whole chunk of the year to be Halloween time. I think part of it might be like that I didn't really get autumnal stuff around me growing up. Um, mm. And I don't have it anymore where I live now. Like, I, you know, some leaves change in Colorado, like when people plant, you know, oaks or whatever. But for the most part, most trees in Colorado are pine trees. So they're green all year round. They don't change. There's no like, mm. like if you, if you go up into the mountains where there's like big, aspen like groves then yes like you'll see the explosion of color when everything turns yellow but we don't have the like oh everything around is like you know orange and red and i just remember watching like you know halloween things as a kid and like the idea of like new england halloween being like the most exciting thing in the world to me uh with all the the leaves and like the brisk air and spooky it's i love halloween so much so i want it even though i don't get it um and that you know now i live in uh, summer all year round land. So yeah, I think I I desperately hold on to it even more. <laughs> the spooky videos. That's my term for horror movies. In case anybody wasn't clear. <laughs> spooky videos. The spooky videos. Ah, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like we just did these minutes. Yeah. Um, yeah, like the other day. Um, yeah. It's not. I mean, clearly it was. Everybody else knows. I love, <laughs> I love her. <laughs> Where is he going? Uh, <clears throat> Toby's finest hour. There he is. There it is. I mean, yeah, this is like minute 100. So, yeah, man, this was recent. Time is accelerating. Yeah. At this point. Isn't it amazing how fast this movie goes? I'm just blown away by how fast this movie goes. Really, really fast. I'm really curious to see if Spider-Man 2 plays similarly. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm almost wondering if like one of the reasons I went back to see this movie so frequently i mean i know the main ones like me being a huge spider-man fan and it being you know mind-blowing but sure uh part of it being like you get in you go to watch the movie and it flies by and then we end in like this like thrilly web-slingy thing where you're like god i just gotta go see it right now i gotta see it again and I know. you know like it's built into you that like it almost doesn't scratch the itch you know like it, mm-hmm. it's it's almost like not enough yeah, it's like you just you just feel like you barely got any Spider Man, and you, so you need more. <laughs> yeah. So you just keep going back and back and back. Oh, oopsie dropsies! Uh. Have you heard from anybody else, like listener wise or friends of yours, that who also know the phrase "oopsie dropsies"? Because like, yet. I want. I I hope I just missed out completely on like a thing everybody else knows and loves, but that like blew my mind when we were discussing these minutes. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a thing my mom called it. I'm yeah. not sure. Oopsie dropsies. Yeah. I everybody has like weird idiosyncrasies with their mom growing yeah. up. Like, mom and I had a whole thing when it was like cold outside. Like she would like do this like fake shiver and go chilly willy and that's just like <laughs> we would laugh our butts off i I'm a, i i think it's like a reference to some penguin cartoon somewhere yeah but chilly willy yeah yeah chilly willy but to me it was just like that like thing my mom did the, was the so woody woody woodpecker and chilly willy. that's it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um it was like you know whenever i was complaining about being it being cold outside you know she would do that and then i'd be in a better mood because it was a parenting <laughs> trick because it was a parenting trick. Because <laughs> yeah. my mother knew how to manipulate me. Yeah, exactly. She's good at it. <laughs> Slingshot. There he Do goes. What? Oh. Pretty cool. I love it. The best well, there, web slinging. There's here's this uh, animation that's going to get repeated later. Yeah. There it is. There it is. Yep. Nicely done. Look at this. Look at him land. <gasps> Spider Man. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess at this point in the movie, you're like, um, oh, man, it's real. He's fully Spider-Man. He's got all his skill. He's doing his thing. And then it's going to be gone. Um, Those shoes. Jesus. You just have so much fun watching this. It is. It's a blast. I feel like the people who don't like these movies are just grumps. (laughs) Yeah. Stop being a grump. Just like, like, like the fun thing. Yeah. Watch the fun thing. Have fun watching it. You know. But it's like it's like people have to draw battle lines between interpretations. And I think especially in like internet discourse, like there's not a lot of room for nuance. So it can't just be Yeah, like I like those movies and they're fun and you know, I guess it felt a little cheesy and old fashioned, but they're pretty fun overall. And you know, <laughs> the new ones like I like okay, but there's you know, there's bits that seem a little try hard. It has to either be this is the best version, that one's terrible. Uh right. there's no 
I, I just don't think the inter- internet at large is built for like nuance and right. I don't know sharing stuff, but it's I don't know. I feel like because when I do get messages from people about like you know not liking the Raimi movies or like how how they really hate the uh, amazing movies, that's a that's just a weird. <laughs> A weird title for your movie in any discussion of it. The oh, you know the amazing ones. Um, like <laughs> I, there's, I don't, I don't know where that impulse comes from. Um, and it's and it's a little frustrating, but it is, and yeah. it, it's it's frustrating too for us because you know, right now we're covering the Raimi films, and they're they, they are definitely where our hearts lie. Yeah, but you know, we're gonna spend two years on those. Amazing. Yeah, movies. guys. We like uh, Spider-Man. Like, yeah. <laughs> this is this is first and foremost a Spider-Man podcast. Um Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. so, you know. Like we got just, we got a lot of material. I don't know about. what that instinct is. It's just like it's like, oh, oh man, that you know, that really sucks that you have to c- cover like, you know, three really Other bad movies. movies or whatever and it's like, well, I mean, why do you got to talk about it? Like just Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We, I don't know. We obviously w- went into people- this knowing that we were going to, you know, we made the decision that we're going to cover yeah. everything. So, yeah, yeah. Um, we know. I don't know. Maybe there's like some impulse to like prove your bona fides of like, you know, um, consensus is like this movie or this movie is a, um, a good one. So, like, I can prove I'm on your level if I like really put down another movie. But it's like right. I... I go into any movie like wanting to find good things in it and hoping it's going to be great and right. you know trying to uh, learn or glean something from it. You know, they're gifts. Movies are right. you know miracles. This right. is a miracle. Look at these guys. I wish they were throwing Christmas trees at him. Yeah. <laughs> or candy canes or Yeah. Uh, somebody filled a stocking full of coal and just like whipped it at his head. <laughs> That would be great. So exciting. Oh, man. So, we're already going into the final fight. Here we go. Yeah. Bam. I love this movie. I love Spider-Man. Oh, man. I, I do. Oh, wow. I, I just realized that that was uh, the continuity there was not good. He, like, landed against a wall, a brick wall, and then when yeah. the pumpkin ball falls, he's... Uh, <laughs> Right, it's like in front open. of a completely open, yeah, a totally yeah. other thing. That's interesting. Ah, oh, boy, misery, misery. <laughs> you spat in my face. <laughs> like I couldn't. <laughs> I was wearing a mask. Kind of doing a, kind of doing a Stan Lee impression. Um, yeah, <laughs> you spat bit, in yeah. my face. Oh boy, Spider Man! I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy this. Uh, <laughs> oh man, it's bru- It's really brutal. It <laughs> is. A to- it's like it's a scene from a totally different movie or something. You know, like we we crash into this like ruined. Um, it's Asylum Dark Man. Building. You know, it feels yeah, like Dark yeah, Man. Yeah, yeah. Golly, that's good stuff. It is good stuff. It's rough. I like that um, they change it up in the second one where uh, 
you know, they give the battle damage Spider-Man, like everything is intact except to, uh, like, or, or his mask is the only bit that's intact. The only bit his, that's fine. Yeah. yeah his, his costume <laughs> is tore to shreds, but his mask yeah. is fine. So they like, they like flip it. Um, yeah. That's which fun. I, uh, I like that. Um, and obviously that's done for uh, dramatic purposes, which we'll, yeah, we'll talk about. Yeah. So that he can do the, yeah. Right. Which we'll yeah. talk about when we get there. But uh, I, I like that they, um, like you could get, yeah, yeah, yeah. You could get uh, a battle damage Spider-Man movie from both. Or battle damage like Spider Man figure. figure, yeah, from yeah. both, and they would be totally different. Totally opposite, yeah. Yeah, you could like almost that. construct a not damaged Spider Man from the parts of your two battle damage Spider Man. Yeah, movies. a little bit. <laughs> it's like, what is that thing with like World War One planes when they're figuring out? Um, there's that ball pit. There's that ball pit. Uh, where to put armor? Uh, you know, like uh, planes would fly out and they'd come back with a bunch of bullet holes on them. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they would, oh, this is where the bullet holes are. Let's add extra armor there. Um, and it wasn't improving the, um, like, death rate or whatever from these fighter pilots. And th what they really realized was, no, the, when the planes come back and we look at where the bullet holes are, we should armor the places that don't have bullet holes. Because... Ooh. These are the places where the, the plane took damage but still made it back. Everywhere else is places where if the bullets go, the pilot's in real big trouble. Those are the planes we didn't get back. It's like oh. a critical counterintuitive Interesting. thing. I don't know. Interesting. Warplanes and Spidey masks. You know, know. I, I feel like I'm really, I'm really fascinated to revisit Spider-Man 2 because I'm like looking at yeah. this and I'm, I'm just thinking they're sharing this big, important, dramatic scene. And I'm kind of thinking back on the movie and there's really not a lot of interaction between Peter and Norman or even Spider-Man and the Goblin, really. Yeah. Like, they, you know, they've had a, what, three interactions at all, the Goblin and Peter in right. the suits. And Norman and three, Peter. Four. Four. Four, yeah. Oh, oh, three before this. Yes, three before this. Yeah, yeah. And Norman and Peter have, I mean, it's really just been. Three before the, this. Yeah. Yeah. There's meeting him before the right school trip and then there's uh, the graduation talk where he you know extends a hand and then there's uh Thanksgiving. Oh, and then there's the bit where um he's in the apartment when he comes home. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> oh god. They killed him. Yep. He's dead. Oh. Hurts. Hurts bad. <laughs> Hurts, don't it? Hey, hey, I was going to say, hey, Norman, want to sort a donut? <laughs> and he just, he, he gets stabbed and just Peter just goes, hurts, don't it? And you're like, what <laughs> movie am I watching? Good God. <laughs> it's like an earlier draft of the script. Yeah. There's don't tell Harry that I fell for the hurts donut. <laughs> yeah, Spidey needs to make more jokes while he's fighting. Okay, okay, I got, I got, I got just the thing. <laughs> hurts donut. <laughs> hurts donut. <laughs> Here's uh, Anthony Perkins looking uh, into the scene. Are you done? Click, click, and he's gone. I wonder Batman. if the masks are still in in the in the house in. Um, oh yeah, Spider-Man Two. Spider-Man Two. No, or would would Harry have them put away? Or... I don't know. I'm really excited to watch Spider-Man Two. I don't know if you guys can tell. Yeah, it's, uh, can we have we gotten that message across at this point? Though. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. 
It's a ride. We've gone on this ride and we're, you know. Mm. This was such a fast commentary. Yeah. I wasn't expecting this to fly by the way that it has. <laughs> yeah. But it was just like, boom. Wow. There's only 10 mm. minutes left. It's a quick, it's a, it's a quick, quick movie. It really yeah. is. Man. Um, he's a little, uh, he's a little unfocused there. Uh, Franco. <laughs> yeah. He's a little, he's got a little bit of a soft focus on him. Oh, look at that. Him. Yay. Yeah. Come on, second, uh, second AC. What were you doing? I don't know. I know. Best take for performance though. Got to use it. Yep. Got to use it. Always. Always, always. Those gloves. Now I'm thinking about the, uh, <laughs> the kept draft stuff that we talked about in the, um, uh, in the credits, then the credits minutes that like the focus on Peter's gloves at the funeral. And now it's everybody, but Peter has gloves at the funeral because right. he's poor. Yeah. Cause he's poor <laughs> he and his hands would have been gloves. torn up, but you know, what are you going to do? Anytime I, mean, I see fancy winter gloves, it always makes me think of the movie serendipity. Um, <laughs> Because because that's how they meet. They both go. They oh, both yeah. reach for the same pair of gloves. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, another another uh, uh, incidental Christmas movie. Uh, that's right. Yeah. 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 It's it's my favorite bad rom com is Serendipity. I gotta um, rewatch that. It's been it's, literal years since I've it seen is. It, yeah. it is not a good movie. It's really no, sure, not. Yeah. But it's so charming. Like it's it's just charming and dumb, and yeah. I love it to pieces. Um, that's uh kate beckinsale and uh what's his face john cusack yeah yeah john cusack yeah, yeah. and uh and and his best best friend is um uh what's his name jeremy the guy Irons? from entourage um, oh oh piven yeah piven jeremy yeah. piven yeah his like his best friend in like huh. three movies and that's wild and he's and it's his best friend in say anything gross point yeah. blank and serendipity <laughs> Which is just a the weirdest deal at this point. Yeah. It's the weirdest like trilogy of movies for them <laughs> to like be a, best friends in. Yeah. A run where if you had one, you had to use the other. Yeah, that's wild. They're like they're American Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Sure, a little bit there. Yeah, um, a bit meaner. You, you know what? Need... I you know I I I feel like we were hard on this scene because we the were dialogue, pretty hard on this scene. The yeah. dialogue's not good, but you know, like despite what our what our guest felt um at the mm. time, the performance works here, I think. It does. And I think too that because you don't have to linger in it, like mm-hmm. we you know we whistle through the like clunky setups to the emotional payoffs. Like this scene just started and now they're at the kiss. So it's not like we had to mm-hmm. sit in the the wordiness. Right. Um, and the purpose of it is that you know, she's the Ark of the Covenant or, yeah, yeah. you know, the uh, the Fountain of the Youth. The Holy Grail. Like the Holy Grail, yeah. right. Um, like that's that's the purpose of this. So it's not meant to be an actual emotional catharsis like genuine, moment. Genuine, yeah, yeah. It's it's meant to serve an overall purpose, mm-hmm. which is the great power, you know, means great responsibility thing. Um, yeah, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. So um. it's... I think it does a good job of serving its purpose. It's yeah, it's not meant to be it's meant to be genuine but like not in the in, in from the perspective of like the movie as a whole. Like this isn't right, right, right. This isn't yeah. the moment where they get together. That's not what this is. Yeah. It's All I know purpose. is that when he turns her down and she is like so devastated, I I want to help her. So yeah. I know it's working. Like right. I know it works. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh. 
Is this? Can oh, we see the city in the background? No, no. Oh no. He's gonna say it. Oh, oh no. Oh. oh man. Oh man. The how can you the, not like MJ? Oh, how can you not like this character? She's great. Ah. Oh. oh my God. She knows who he is. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was reading the like um the transcript of the um Comic Con presentation they did for Spider Man when this is coming out. Like when oh getting everybody hyped and. They were like asking Mary Jane about it, and she like straight up like I mean they were asking not Mary Jane Kristen Dunst about it, but she straight up like said this moment out loud like you know there's the the idea that like you know that if she kisses him oh then she knows who he is I was like Jesus MJ like don't yeah, they didn't that care away. about spoilers back then yeah um, yeah I didn't really mind <laughs> I also like too because like somebody literally called out uh, in the Q and A they were like um did this film like uh, touch on uh, like the curse of being Spider-Man, which is I know we kind of got cut up in the phrasing of the this is my gift, my curse um, thing. And Sam was kind of like, I mean, a little bit, but it's more about a more about a boy be- trying to learn about becoming a young man mm-hmm. was like his his take on the overall um, thrust of it. And I think that's I think that's swell. I think that is I think that is swell. However, mm-hmm. oh, there's my Michael Papa John. There it is. Yeah, Papa John. Um, I, 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 I think that. That is what it is to a certain extent, but I do think that's sort of overreaching a little bit about like the the overall point of the movie because yeah, it's it literally not like it's Harry it li- Potter or something, right? <laughs> it literally ends with him saying, "My gift, my curse." So, like, whatever, <laughs> Sam. Like, come on. Or, but then again, maybe that was something that was found at, on you know in post. Like we, you know, yeah, we they, talked they, about they how that was cut. changed. So maybe yeah. that guy affected this movie more than yeah, he maybe yeah, because they'd only thought. like cut the teaser at that point for the right. Comic Con presentation. So. Yeah. yeah, the shooting draft had a very different ending. That's very uh-huh. true. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, well, all right. So maybe Sam just didn't know yet. Yeah. Maybe it, it, you you make the thing honestly and then take a step back and see what it's saying to you. Yeah. Uh-huh. And now we're just jamming to the dulcet tones of Nickelback. God, yeah, I'm, I'll be honest, guys. Chad when Kroger. we were doing the credits minutes where I was searching through to, you know, talk about credits here, I just muted it. Um, uh-huh. But here it is. I mean, it's it's not terrible. I, I know they're an easy punchline, Nickelback. Uh, and it is weird that they're attached mm-hmm. to this film. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I do, argue yeah. this is their best song. Yeah. Although, yeah. Well, although we keep saying it's Nickelback. It's really not. I just like calling Chad Kroger that Nickelback. That guy, Nickelback. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's actually not Nickelback. It's Chad Kroger and... Um, what what's the guy? What's who's this guy? Um, it's the, uh, Chad the Kroger singer? and the Pussycats. It's, no, no, no. Uh, it's Chad Kroger, and then there, there's this other guy because he's singing a duet, and it's two guys. Yeah, and it's know. Chad Kroger from Nickelback, and the other guy is from. He's from a band who also does a duet with Evanescence. Um, oh right, yes. What is that guy's name? I forget um, what band that guy's from. Um, it's uh, not Wolf Drowning Pool. That's the other. But it's it's like from that same era of like new metal dudes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember. Somebody's All yelling right. at us. Sorry. Yeah, like, we can't hear you. What? Well, what? In it. We can't hear you. <laughs> Josie Scott. Josie Scott. Chad oh Kroger yeah. And Josie Scott. Josie yeah. Scott. That's it. Yeah, he's from Saliva. That's like, it. Saliva. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, what a terrible name for a band. <laughs> Jesus. 
<laughs> At least Nickelback, you're like, Nickelback, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Saliva. Saliva. We're uh, saliva. We're saliva. Ew. One, two, three, four. Um, Get off the stage, saliva. Why don't you call <laughs> yourself loogie? Ugh. <laughs> Disgusting. So gross. Um, but yeah, I mean, this song works about as well as songs from that. Um, we are bodily fluids. We are bodily fluids. Um, I just, I very, I remember like, you know, picking up my popcorn containers and uh, soda at the end of the movie, hearing this and being like, yes, Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Hero. Um, oh man, but. What I is am, this? Oh, here, here's some 41. My God. It's, Uncle uh, Ben's favorite band. Yeah. Uncle Ben's it's, jams. Some 41. What if this was what if this was the Uncle Ben Uncle Ben rap? Yes. Uh, <laughs> it'd be amazing. Uh no, this is this is some 41, I think at like their most um sort of Beastie Boys-ish. Yeah. You know, yeah. not good, but no, it's but... what it's what they're obviously going for here. <laughs> right. Before they had like because they, they had that one really big hit that was like kind of like a pop punk hit, and then they kind of yeah. stopped being this. You know, stop trying to be Beastie Boys. Right, yeah. Um, Rock! Filmed in part at Sony Picture Studios in Culver City, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, Culver City. Some 41. I they am had a good so... Trader Joe's in Culver City. Sorry, what? I mm. am... Oh, man. I forgot about the Strokes having a song on here. Um, oh, my God. I am so excited to talk about Spider-Man 2's soundtrack because... Oh, really? I yeah. there was I don't know that there's another soundtrack I was more obsessed with ever. <laughs> and the soundtrack to Spider-Man 2 with like Dashboard Confessional and Yeah. Oh man, that's some oh, good man. stuff. I even I'll really listen, love yeah. I even really love the soundtrack to Spider-Man 3. Um cuz that like Snow Patrol and Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. It's yeah, good. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll check but them out. I, but yeah. I'm excited about that. I'm ex- oh man, Vindicated is such a good song. Vindicated is great. Yeah. Oh man. <sighs> that that nothing feels like 2004 ish uh, like mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. It's like my life me, that year. Yeah. Takes me right back to that summer. And, Columbia Pictures uh, release. There we go. There it That's it. Spider Man ending with the classic theme song. Yeah. Um, that's a nice touch. Credits. We're done. We watched a whole movie just now. That was weird. We watched an entire movie. We sat down. It's two hours later, yeah. somehow, somehow. And we watched a whole movie. Um, all right. Well, uh, that's that's that. Thanks for watching the movie with us, guys. Um, yeah, thanks for hanging. We'll, uh, we'll be back uh, with another hiatus special um, in a while. Uh, yeah. and, uh, and then eventually, uh, cover Spider-Man too. So thanks for listening. Uh, nice, nice, nice talking to you guys again. And, uh, yeah. we'll be back around. Bye. Bye.